What'd you just say? We're dead. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo. Oh, my God. My cord is stuck on my fucking chair. Halo nice Esports <laughs> Podcast. Oh, this is episode 141 for the week of August 23rd, 2020. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, but that doesn't matter at this fucking state and time because we're joined live in person by the newlywed Will, yes, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing today? Doing good, man. How are you? Tired as fuck. Yeah? Yeah. I'm still recovering a bit, too. Yeah. My legs hurt. From all the dancing. Yeah. They still hurt. Still hurt? Yeah. <laughs> I woke up this morning, got out of bed, I was coming downstairs, and I'm like, ooh, that, ooh, I'm old. This doesn't feel good. <laughs> my, uh, my right foot was hurting yesterday like crazy, but it's good to go now. I hope Joey's foot's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm sure I he's fine. So. Also, yo, Beth with yo. the four-month resub. Holy shit. I gotta get a goddamn woo! There you go. There it is. Thank you so much, Beth, for the resub. Yeah. Greatly appreciated. Uh, you missed dancing, Josh. You did. I And as Vicky stated, I did go ham at the wedding. Um. So we have video. We were contemplating posting oh, it to no. Discord or oh, not. No. For the record, I was under the influence of alcoholic beverages. <laughs> Many alcoholic beverages. Oh, we also have the floppy arm video, which Fuck, is pretty hilarious. No, that needs to stay with between us. Okay, fair, yeah, not fair just enough. for the sake of it being on the internet, but like, if, like it's, that's yeah, that's yeah. an old school, like high school, middle school memory. That yeah, that yes. that can just stay between us for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, for those who don't know, I hate dancing. I legitimately do, but when I drink. That's a different story. Your one move was very popular. But it was. They were, they called, I mean, Vicky's dad called it the Josh. Yep. So it was great. I got a lot of shit that day. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Yes. It was a lot of fun. Um, That's okay. You can send it to Kayla because Kayla was in that friend group. It's not a big deal, Vicky. Yes. But seriously, congratulations to you. Congratulations to Vicky, who is currently upstairs. Um, Got the bling now. Got the bling blanging. Yep. Yes. How does it feel? You know, it's I'm getting used to it still. I heard a story. Of what what story? Of a question that you asked. Um, about needing to get it clean. Oh no. I was just I was I uh, won't yeah. say it. I'm just I was kind of I was kind of like I was kind of like half joking. Sure. But yes, sure. I it was I mean it was hot that day and I was sweating a lot. So I feel I just felt like the ring I could feel like the more dirt like the dirtiness under the sure. ring more than Did you uh did you go to sleep with it on? I did. Okay. Have you taken it off yet? Yeah, I fiddle with it Same. too much. Yeah, nah, I'm, no, and no, I have it's not too much. so like part of me like so skinny fingers, big knuckles. Yeah, the big knuckle. So yep. I get it to my knuckle. I'm like, I'm like, my brain's like, oh shit, it's not coming off your knuckle. And then I'm like, you I gotta, gotta twist it. I gotta get it off my knuckle. The twisting doesn't even help. It's like oh, I, I gotta me, like, I I gotta, like rock it. Oh, a little rock. Rock in action, and then rock. it comes and then it pops off. But like my brain's like, oh shit, it's not coming off. Make sure you can get it off. Sure. But yeah, it's it's fine. Married it's man. Yep. Welcome to the group, man. Woo! I told you not to do it, but look where <laughs> we are. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, 
All right. Yeah. Do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode? What do we got, Josh? We have new leagues enter the competitive Halo fray. There's another roster shock that I honestly can't believe fucking happened. Uh, Tournaments can't stop, won't stop. Infinite leaks are addressed. CDL standings. We did not do well. Uh, Video games, obviously. And then we have a special surprise for you, Will. Oh. Towards the uh, end of the show. Well, not just for you. It's for Vicky as well. But, like, I'm going to give it to you and you can open it. Okay. So, and I promise it's not Taco Bell removing more menu items. Okay. <laughs> I promise you it's not that. I know your surprises are starting to give me like a little bit of PTSD with them. Like <laughs> I got a surprise for you. Well, like, oh crap. What is it going to be this time? Oh no. McDonald's is closing down all franchises. So I, I mean, I wouldn't be too mad. I'd be fucking pissed. I literally got them for lunch today. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I just want like some bad burgers and we don't have a white castle around us. I, was kind of, I love White Castle. I think I was I was kind of craving White Castle earlier. Oh. It's been a while. Is one in Never Grove it. still open? I think so. Trip someday? Gives me an idea. There we go. I like it. Uh, Will, shall we start with some competitive news? EU Halo League expands. This is by Play to Win, not Pay to Win, Play to Win. Over on Twitter.com. New name, same deal. Now with more frags and teabags. EU Halo League is now play to win. And we're adding Splitgate to the mix. It's early stages, but expect some community driven... Excuse me. Jesus. It's early stages, but expect some community driven tournaments hosted by the usual man himself, Nade Straight, in the future. That's awesome. Congratulations. And uh, Splitgate is a game that we had talked about a long time ago. Yes. And we haven't seen anything come up it recently. So seeing a little bit of community tournaments in there, that's that's some good stuff. So like that. Next up, new EU Halo League has been announced. This is by MK Viable Lanity. Lanity? Yes, I said Lanity. I mean, that's a good one too. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? He hosts lands. That'd be dope. Yeah. Uh, and actually, it's funny because his name is also in this league. It's called the Mana League. Nice. See, I thought that was pretty like clever it. as I well. Like yeah, that's some good shit. It's good. Um, Beth says, uh, I made the mistake of trying several of the TB items they're removing, and now I'm just as mad. Well, yep. Welcome to uh, welcome to the party. Um, huh. Taco Bell makes dreams come true while also crushing dreams. So they uh, they're they're on the downslope for that grilled burrito. So I've been scooping them up when I can. Okay. So like it's off the menu, but you can technically still order it. Sure. I really like that, that, uh, fucking, I always forget the name of it. Was it the double stack taco or whatever the fuck it had the, the soft shell with the hard shell in it with the nacho cheese uh, between them and then the the hot Fritos on it. Yeah. That was good. It was really good. It's a buck. That's a really good taco. Yeah. It was really good deal. Um, no, and then they, when they came out with the, I'm getting off track here. When they get, when they came out with that midnight taco or whatever the fuck it was, like the purple shell, that was right? disgusting. That was weird. It was disgusting. It had a weird flavor to it. Yeah, that was when we decided to do the Taco Bell review for the show. Yeah, when they had all the. Yeah, yeah. it was around that night. Man, memories. <laughs> the Mana League. The Mana League. Here's some info for you: alternating weekends between Halo Five and Halo Three MCC PC, player seeds, not team seeds. First tournament of Halo 3 MCC on PC will be on Sunday, September 13th. The finals for Halo 3 will be on December 13th, with the finals for Halo 5 on December 20th. Minimum of 16 teams. Game types for Halo 5, CTF, 
will be on Kali, Truth, Fathom, and Refuge. Team Slayer will be on Kali, Truth, Regret, Plaza, and the Rig. And then Strongholds will be on Eden, Empire, Plaza, and Rig. Something to note, Viable Manatee, you're doing God's work. Removing Oddball from Halo 5. Fantastic. Get that bullshit out of here. Halo 3. Oddball is in there. It's on Guardian, obviously. King of the Hill on Construct, Team Slayer on Narrows Pit, Amplified, Heretic, and Construct, and CTF on Heretic Pit, Onslaught, and Narrows. Rules. Entry fees to be paid via PayPal before the first cup. There will be no smurfing. Main accounts only. One sub per team, and they must be pre-approved. Perfect. Zero tolerance on abuse. Entrance must be 16 plus. What's abuse? What's, what's, I want to know what's defined as abuse. I would imagine that anything like, like any racial slurs. Sure. Yeah. Homophobic stuff, racist shit, all that. I would imagine that's all that. Um, Entrance must be 16 plus. And I, how how are they going to validate that? Like, how do they validate that they're 16 plus? That's just a thought that came into my head. I don't know. Admins have it, to... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. It just might have to do with, um, like, if they're doing prizes, sometimes that 16 mark has to... Because you can't technically... Depending you know, upon the region laws. that they're in. Yeah. Child right? labor laws, all that stuff. So. Absolutely. Admins, admins have the right to join team comms. Scores must be reported to an admin via Discord or Twitter. And one player per team must stream with full comms. Beautiful. So you can verify Love teams. Love it. Prize pool, 100. Okay, I think I meant to put 100%. So 100% of entry money will be go to a prize pool and will be divided by the percentage of total pool as follows. First place will take home 50%. Second place with 30%. Third with 15%. And fourth with 5%. There you go. What's up, it's Prof. Welcome to the live show. We Actually, we're going to be talking about your announcement later on as well, so. Stay tuned for that. Um, Beth says, that's a good thing about Taco Bell. I've had a couple times where I've ordered something I didn't realize they'd removed, and that made me want, and they made me one anyway. Hell yeah. Uh, Justin says, like colored ketchup. Nasty. Yeah, the purple shell. Yes. And then Beth says, yes, get Oddball out of there. Yes. Agreed. At least in Halo uh, 5. Now that I'm, I don't mind Oddball on Fisher now. Now that I'm understanding the rotation and the setup a little bit more. Is Fisher the one with like mid overshield underneath? Yep. Okay. Top gold, top blue. And then Echelon is the one with the Pelican. Yes. I fucking hate that map. Yeah. Yeah. That map might be, and not even saying because it's a forge map. I'm just saying in general, I think that might be the worst competitive Halo map that has ever released. There was also um, a spot found on Fisher where you can grab the ball and, like, tuck yourself in between a rock and a platform. and A rock and a hard place? Yeah. Yes. You stick yourself <laughs> in a rock and a hard place, and it puts the team, other team, in a rock and a hard place because you can't get nades in there. No shit. It's hard. It's really hard to get the angle to shoot, and you can just wow. sit there with the ball. Okay. Um. So, But I haven't seen it exploited yet in matchmaking, which I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for that as well. That sounds really good. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. New EU Halo League. The Mana League from MK Viable Manatee. That's a good name. It's a great name. I've, I've looked at that. And like, in the graphics, it says Mana League on it. And I'm like, yeah. that is fucking... That's awesome. And these rules are top tier. Yep, pretty good. It's like he's done this before. I mean, you th- yeah. Um. Next up, G Fuel announced... I'm drinking it right now. Hey, G Fuel, get at us. G Fuel announces Energy Games. 
This is a story brought to us from the fine folks. I think there's more than one person working with, like, creating articles and whatnot for the okay. website. Oh. Okay. Noobcombo.com. Very nice. Maddie will get your fucking shout out soon. So, the reason why I wanted to put his story in here is because it gives all the information. The tweet that G Fuel put out, like, barely had anything. Sure. So, fucking Maddie doing the work, <laughs> getting the info. Here we go. Popular energy drink company G Fuel has just announced the third leg of their Energy Games Tournament series, this time featuring Halo 3. The series will consist of four weekly single elimination 4v4 tournaments starting on Tuesday, August 25th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So tomorrow. All matches will be a best of one with the finals being best of three. The top two teams from the first three tournaments will secure their spot in the fourth grand finale. The remaining two spots in the grand finale will be determined by the teams with the best average placing in the first three tournaments who played a minimum of two. There's a $4,000 on the line, with first place receiving $2,400, second getting $1,000, and third will win $600. Signups are now open. You can do so at the series smash.gg page. You can sign up for each tournament up until two hours before they start. One subplayer is allowed per team. The series is restricted to North American residents only, ages 17 and up. You can watch the tournament broadcast at GFuel's twitch.tv channel starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on tournament days. So there you go. Nice to see GFuel get back in the mix. Fuck yeah. It's awesome. Fuck yeah. It's, it kind of reminds me of the, uh, I mean, obviously not quote-unquote as big, but it kind of reminds me of that Twitch Rivals that they did with uh, Halo oh. Reach when it released on PC. Yeah, yeah for just, sure. Just getting more of these kind of bigger names into the fold well, I mean, as well. It wasn't Twitch Rivals, a $5,000 prize pool? And this is uh, this is four. I mean, it's right right up there with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, I, I, like I said, I think it's fantastic that they're doing this as well. Um, and clearly they've had other tournaments before in other games. So branching out into the Halo space is awesome to see. Yo, Maddie is here. He says, update, all best of three Except for the finals is the best of five. Oh, boy. I mean, Maddie, thank you for the update, seriously, but, man. What, are you are you not liking the best of threes? That's a Tuesday afternoon. Sure. That's That's the thing. And I think I saw people talking about this online as well. Like, the fact that you're not having this on a Friday or a Saturday. Think about that. I, I get it, that... Like, competitive Halo players and competitive gamers in general are up late. Like, they get up late. Sure. I get that. But 5 p.m. Eastern Standard start time, best of one, depending on how many people sign up, a best of one would make things go pretty goddamn quickly. But if you have close series, that could fucking just drag. Oh, we don't see a lot of close games in these open. Sure. I'm just saying, and I I agree. Due to the competitive integrity aspect of it, the more the longer the series, the better. That way, you can get a better gauge of how good that team actually is. I yeah. completely understand that. I'm just saying from a time standpoint, it just so, seems like so. What it's got to be, CTF stronghold Slayer. Slayer, yeah. Or do you start with Slayer? Like I feel like it was this Halo Three. Oh, Halo Three. Yeah. So it's CTF King CTF, of the Hill. And King Slayer. of the Hill. That's right. Yeah. Unless you have an oddball in there as well. Which would be weird unless they have like oddball rotating in for King of the Hill in different like parts of the bracket, right? This could be fucking weird. Yeah. I don't know. We'll uh, see. We'll see. Speaking of what, how would best of ones work then? Just get a, like a random pick? That's so weird. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So here, Maddie says CTF Slayer and then King of the Hill or Oddball. Okay. 
Imagine okay. finishing it out on an oddball game, though. Man. Because that can get, like... You know what? With the amount of shit that oddball... Well, you know, with the amount of shit that Slayer gets in the competitive community, I'm surprised they didn't just take that out. And just so have thing, all three I think the thing games. is, is, like... Slayer can tell if a team is better, but anybody can win a Slayer on any given day if things fall... If the cards fall right. Yeah. It's all about a, that objective teamwork. Agreed. Okay. Next up. Halo 3, Forge the Fight. This is by Sir Iron Wolf at ForgeHub.com. Introducing the Halo 3 Forge the Fight contest. Finish the fight is the phrase we all know and love as it brings us back to those great memories into a time when many of our Forge careers started. With the launch of Halo 3 on PC and with the new items introduced into Forge, we once again get to relive the spark that started it all. In a collaborative effort with 343 Industries, we are announcing the Halo 3 Forge the Fight contest to give you, the community, an opportunity to have your submitted maps considered for matchmaking as well as a chance to win $1,000 from Forge Hub. So what is it? The Halo 3 Forge the Fight contest is a map building contest in which we'll be revisiting our original roots of Forge, but this time with the added bonus of new objects and more advanced Forge controls. We can phase objects by default now. Let's go over the basics of the contest. 4v4 core maps. Judges will be using default Slayer BR starts. Maps must be set up for at least one of the three core modes, Slayer, CTF, or King of the Hill. Excuse me. Maps can only be made using MCC Halo 3 Forge. Three map submission limit per contestant, and there's no time restrictions on building. That means that if you have a map that you already started building or finished, you can work on it and submit it. When is it? You will have one month to finish and submit your map. When the submission period ends, the judging begins and will end when we review all the maps. Start date will be August 19th, so it's already started. End date will be September 19th, 2020 at 11.59 Pacific Standard. Judging period is roughly a month and a half. So who is involved? The judges include Sir Ironwolf, Bacon Media, and Foge. And the guest judges for the top 10 maps include... Include... Unishek. Naded and Who's Blaze. Thank you, Will. To be completely honest, I forgot that he was in there. So sorry to put you on the spot. The main judges will narrow the maps down to the top 10 maps, which will then bring in our guest judges to help determine the winners. Judging will primarily focus on gameplay and how well the maps fit the modes that they were built for. We'll also be looking at the technical aspect of the maps as well as art. With the new tools and objects introduced, we expect to see maps utilize these new features. Judging will also be done on the Xbox version of MCC. I like that. Maybe taking performance into account. Yeah. I like that. So what's in it for me? Well, for me, nothing. Literally. But there's some great prizes up for grabs this time around, and just entering the contest means that your map may be considered for matchmaking. Prizing includes first place gets $1,000 and a Forge Hub t-shirt from uh, Forge Hub and 12 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Code from 343. Nice. Second place gets gets $700, a Forge Hub t-shirt, 12-month Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Code from 343. And third place takes home $700, uh, wait, no, $300, a Forge Hub t-shirt, and, again, a 12-month Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Code from 343. And that is it for the competitive news. Um, Maddie states, sorry to go back to it, but the G Fuel games will be on Xbox 2. Wow. New console? I didn't know they announced that one. I've only heard of the Xbox One or the Xbox Series X, you know? Um, 
what I, I can't do like an impromptu dad joke. Is that not allowed? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, good Lord. Upcoming tournaments of the week presented by noobcombo.com. Check out noobcombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. Except merch because that shit ain't out yet. Nah, moving on. Every time. Every, Every time. time. What's up, Bobetta Feta? Also, can I just say how great of a name that name is? Bobetta Feta? Yeah, just how well it rolls off the tongue. So good. So good. And Bobetta says, hey, what's up, guys? What I missed so far? Justin says, not much. Some tournament news. Rant about Taco Bell. The usual. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. All right. There seems to be a pattern here. <laughs> Maddie says, this was all updated today, so sorry about my original post. No, no need to be sorry. Thank you for, like, including basically all the information. Because, like I said earlier, that tweet that they put out fucking didn't include anything. Like, hey, we're doing it. Be like, okay. Okay, cool. Yep. That was it. So, your upcoming tournaments of the week. AGLA weekly matches the American Grip Ball League of America. Tuesday, August 25th, we have Zamp going up against Slytherin. Junkyard Cats going up against Turquoise Jeep. And then on Wednesday, August 26th, we have Redemption Runners against Bank Your Items and Kill the Carrier up against Turquoise Jeep. On Thursday, the 27th, Redemption Runners up against Slytherin. E-Dogs going up against Super Friends and Bank Your Items versus Junkyard Cats. And on Saturday, August 29th, we have Circus Galvino against Kill the Carrier and Circus Galvino going up against Zamp. On Tuesday, the 25th, yeah. the G Fuel Energy Games Halo 3 4v4 week number one on Xbox, as Maddie has told us. On Friday, August 28th, though, WYGGZZ World League Halo 3 4v4, it probably actually says something, but I'm not going to try to say that. So there's that. On Saturday, August 29th, we have Lucky's Halo 5 FFA SWAT Tourney 3.0, the CGL Halo 5 2v2 Invitational Qualifier number 5. The WYGGZZ World League Halo 5 4v4. There's two. There's a Halo 3 and a Halo 5. And the MCC Pro Series Halo 3 Pro Tournament number one. On Sunday, August 30th, we have the Penn Halo Halo 3 Draft Tournament and Fear and Phillies Halo 4 MCC 4v4, which I have not signed up for. Oh, yeah. Seriously, I completely forgot. Because, you know, like, believe it or not, weddings take up a lot of time. And space in the brain. So I completely <laughs> fucking forgot about that tournament taking place. Oh, wow. Um, Bobetta says, LMAO, all good. I'm cooking, so I'm half here. Got you guys on my phone right now. What you fucking cooking up, bruh? Um, Beth says, wonder what the turnout will be with it on Xbox. Seems like a lot of players have been kind of spoiled to PC and don't want to go back to console. It's a good question. It's a good question. Who the fuck knows? Will, that's it for the upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. No jokes this time, but please check out NoobCombo.com. Great website. Great information on there. You can see all the upcoming tournaments, all the fun stuff. And yeah, I'm excited for what's to come in the future with that site. Will, what do we got next? Rustermania! All right, just a little bit of roster mania this week. So another another pro player dropped. Spartan was dropped from Inconceivable, and his tweet reads, free agent for Halo 3 slash Infinite. I know how to win, can get along with anybody, passionate and unbelievably dedicated. Promise to be the best addition to your squad. Hands emoji. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Spartan's gone. 
they just see more shakeups. Uh, be interesting to see where he lands. Um, I think he's just been doing matchmaking recently, not really playing with the team. So, I man, Ace got dropped. Yeah, right. Spartans' remark was, "It has nothing to do with him. It's just about infinite." Yeah, and then I'm now, like, and now he gets fucking let go. What's yep. this one about? No, they haven't said anything. This is, this is about infinite. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe. So who knows? It's falcated and boo boo. So are they looking for just a younger squad or what? Fuck if I know. Are they trying to make that splice run? Maybe. Who knows? I don't, like that's the thing though is that you look at it right, and Sentinels dropped APG, and it seemed like it was amicable on both sides. Yeah. From from the from the the tweets and the information online, it seems like that that was like a no hard a no hard feeling situation. Sure. Um they've said I in Snakebite stream, Snakebite said that APG had was on another team. Just hasn't said what that is yet, but he apparently is on another team and I don't believe that they have found their fourth yet, but I could be completely wrong. They may have found their fourth. I don't know. Also, I completely missed this. I apologize. Deadbolt, thank you for the follow as well. Greatly appreciated. Um, Maddie says APG maybe? Yeah. Could be. That's what, just what so you weird like, to uh, Do you think Spartan and Ace will come back together after they both were dropped by Inconceivable? Or no. do you think Ace was too upset? I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that they'd team again because of Spartan's remark towards ace getting dropped it sounds like he had a say in that happening yeah therefore i wouldn't want to fucking team with him again sure unless it was a dire straight situation where it's like well i need like i mean you're one of the better players for sure that's left in this free agent pool right that's the thing it's like who is left at this point who's right there might be teams being made up behind the scenes that we have no idea about it's it's i mean that's very true i'm guaranteed that that's true that's what's going on um deadbolt says thanks for the content uh, thank you for being here. Absolutely. And then is APG playing with Sentinels? Snakebite and Lethal were talking about looking for a fourth on stream today. Um, no, APG got uh, APG and this and Sentinels parted ways. Um, this was a couple weeks ago, two three weeks ago at this point. Yes. Um, so yeah, APG is, and like like I said before, APG, we don't think he is a free agent because according to Snakebite, he is on another team at this point. What that who that team is, we don't know. Nobody's said anything yet, so we just we just don't know at this point in time. Do we know if Snipe Down's coming back? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. It was. Yeah. Um. What the fuck? When did we talk about that? Um. It, oh my it, god. We. It was in the show. We yeah. literally talked about it. Um. Justin says, sounds like Spartan is making some enemies in the scene. I don't have an opinion on the matter. No, and that's the thing, too, is that you go to his Twitter, and he rants so much about how bad he dislikes Halo 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think a lot of that, in his defense, I think a lot of that has to do with the way MCC currently, uh, Halo 3 currently plays on MCC. And when that hit registration update comes out, he was he was very excited for that. Sure. Like, when, when he was seeing clips of other pros in the flight, 
like playing with that hit reg update, he was like, yeah, this, if that's how it actually plays, then this is exactly what this shit needs. So yeah, I, I mean, it is what it is. Um, Beth says he's playing with them for the H3 tournaments, though, according to Snakebite in streams the last few days. Uh, yeah, and I, I thought we talked about that, that he was coming back, and I thought the team was already in place. And they just did not compete in... If I'm not mistaken, it was that team that did not compete in the Halo 2 MCC Pro Series either. Yeah. So, All right. yeah, I'm pretty sure he's on a roster. Um, Deadbolt says, super weird if he has a new team. Snipedown's Nightbot said he's going to play Infinite. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I thought it was already confirmed anyway. Um, Beth says, what Snakebite said was that the team APG is on currently isn't playing in the Halo 3 Pro Series, so he'll still be playing with Sentinels. Oh. Oh. Okay. So, oh, you know why? I bet I know why. They get a guaranteed spot in the Pro Series because of the Halo 2 placing. Oh, yeah. And but, but don't you only need three-fourths of your roster anyway. Right. So the thing that I was confused about is and we're you know what? I'll wait till we get to the um I'll wait till we get to the tournament leak recaps, which is gonna be like right now. Yeah. Um but when we get to the pro series results, after yep. you read through them, I'm gonna add something to that. In in terms of the teams that automatically advance from the pro side. Okay. So just I'm gonna keep that in the back of my head. Um Justin says, just give me snipe down pistola saying and boo boo uh, team and in infinite. I'd rep the fuck out of that team. Um, Best says just for the pro series. I mean, yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That totally makes sense. Maddie says Gilkey also tweeted yesterday that he is a free agent for Halo three and infinite. So I'm guessing he's not playing with Ryan, New King, Nick and rain, man. What the fuck? Jesus. People may have been set thinking infinite was releasing. And now that it's delayed, they're like, wait a second. Speaking of which, we're going to talk about that later on too. Yeah. That's going to be a big deal. Um, will, uh, chat, please keep yeah. going. We can keep the conversation going. Will, if you wouldn't mind reading us the tournament and league recaps for the week. Also, we're still on the intro, by the way. Oh, my gosh. It's okay. I just looked. It's fine. It's all good. Take it away. I've been horrible with that thing lately. Dude, you're, you just got married, man. Retired. <laughs> it's Monday. I don't fucking blame you at all. Take all right. it away. All right, all right. So, tournament league recaps of the week. We'll start off with the eSports Arena. Halo 5-4 before results. In 5th through 6th, we had Team Zero. This was Devil Dog OG, Juan 117, Neuronical, and Simply Fear Me. And then Team Send 5, which was Bard's Swish, the Gold Star VR, and Eurasian. 4th place went to, is it Liga Del Mall? Sure. Which was Atso, Drift, Magico, and Pulgo. 3rd went to Legends. This was Legends, Legend, Shady, and Shabby Dagger. 2nd went to Team CC, Envor, Firebird, Momichi and Super CC Evades. I was watching this, and Momichi was really making a name for himself. Yeah? Playing just lights out at times. That's awesome. Really stepping up. So it was cool. Really cool to see. But your first place team was Fung 4. This is Druck, Mr. Soul, Snipe Renegade, and Talik. Taking home 600 bucks. Next up, we have the CGL Halo 5 2v2 Invitational Qualifier number 4. A plus on the name. Fifth through eighth, we have <laughs> undeniable, unorthodox, unorthodox passion and harmonic points. In fourth place, we had French Lords. Third went to Team BR Noobs. Second went to Team Zeta. And first went to IDK. Next up, Wesenthal's Halo 5 4v4 SWAT tournament results. Seventh through eighth, 
First team included Satin Sniper, Erica Moon, Ryan2525, and Groovy Ninja. Second team here was McLags, Strix the Fist, or Strikes the Fir- Strikes the First. I read it as Fist, but it Strikes the First. Um, Intragravity and Terrorize. In fifth and sixth, we had first team here, Lucky Tegan, Seft, Warrior, and Nafberger. And the other team was... I have no fucking idea what that is. I'm going to go with Emil Surugi. Sounds good to me. Uh, (laughs) Omega Snipes, Chunk the Deuce, and Dog My Bad. In fourth place, we had uh, Sheeny Plays. Daedric CA, Young Guns, and Dallas Snipes. Third place went to Gun Lane, Beast Nair. Let me go with Vicky. And LT with a bunch of, with the O's and X's in there. Like it's 2010 again. Uh, second place went to Nap Times, No Shot Kid, Kakashi, and Clutch Domes. And first place went to Careless Ranger, It's the Last Shot, Drip Drip Double, and Zothy. All right, reading chat here, Goalie Sniper, Justin LaFleche, says, there's tons of shakeups in the teams, just no confirmed rosters. Deadbolt, like neighbor leaving status quo 24 hours before the tourney and after pulling Roy out of retirement. Yeah, that was a whole situation. So it's funny because remember we talked about last week that I'm like, when Roy was streaming? Yeah. And it had the, uh, whatever the fuck his stream title was, made it sound like he was returning yep. for this pro series. Yep. I'm like, let's wait and see what happens with that. Well, he is back, and yes, that change did happen right fucking then and there. Right, yes. It's always neighbor doing these fucking things, too. Yeah, it's been a theme. It's been a theme that he's... Him getting drunk off his goddamn ass and then coming in hungover into the tournament and either not playing or dropping out or some shit. Him making a change 24 hours before the tournament. Like, Yeah, it just it sucks because from what we heard or from what I read on Twitter that he did really pull Roy out of retirement to come play with him. Yeah. And he leaves the team. Well, it was, it was him, Roy... Flame sword and hysteria that were yeah. that were practicing, and it did not turn out to be th- either of those teams full. Like they're they're on separate teams as you'll as we'll get to in the results, but yeah. Um, Beth says that's that seems par for the course with neighbor. He shaded teams like that a lot. Oh my god! And then Deadbolt says flame blasted him on Twitter today, and yeah, that Twitter drama was crazy. Can we get a link to that? <laughs> Seriously, I, I would love to read that uh, on the show. I would absolutely love to read that on the show. So if you can find a link to that thread, send it on. Uh, put put that fucker in the chat, please. Um, Prof says, a pro not being much of a pro for sure. And that's the thing that really pissed me off, too, is that, like, the motherfucker used to be on the pro team for Halo 5, if I'm not mistaken. He worked at 343 for a little while. Like, where the, dude, like, what the fuck, dude? Where's your competitive integrity, bro? Like, I, he might just be, like, a perfectly fine person, but, like, it's kind of a dick thing to do, you know? There All right. Here we go. Well, go ahead and re- I'm going to cue these up. You go yeah, ahead yeah, and keep yeah. going through those. All right. We'll continue with the blue team tournament in CGL, Halo 5, 2v2 Invitational Qualifier in 5th through 8th. First team was Why So Genius. This was Bemzy and Varelli. Then we had Team Demigods, which was Nova Renegade and Respawns. 
Team Unorthodox, which was uh, the Fiery and Bunny's Waddles. Then Team Undeniable, which was Zayus and Glitchy. Third through fourth, we had Bad and Sad, which was Thin and Lou. LL, which was Lundy and Lunny. Second was Vol Vol's Deep, which was Outvade and Fear Tyranny, taking home $50. And then first went to Nobody's, which was Tapping Buttons and Gambino. $150 bucks to them. Next up, the Midnight Halo 5 4v4 Summer Breakout Results Breakout Tournament. Or was it just Summer Breakout? I don't remember. I don't know. I forgot. Either way, 7th through 8th, we had Rather Play 2.0, which makes me think that's Breakout 2.0. So uh, it's Intergravity, Terrorize, Scholastica, and No Loose Bro. And then Diedrind Warlords, Prometheum, Wisdom, Turtles, and Tempology. Why the fuck would you rather play Breakout 2.0? Get the fuck out of here. Is that with the shotguns? Yeah. Yeah, that was horrible. That's some bullshit. (laughs) No wonder you got 7th, 8th. You're trash. 5th through 6th, the Cappers, Young Guns, Dallas Snipes, Kells, and Riggy the Rod. Then Perito and Cloak. Cloaka? I don't know. Uh, Dark Beetle, Hypethy, Devil Breaker, and Rockstar. Fourth place went to Bad Kids. This is a VIP is God, Subject Toad, Chillin, and Mooney. Third went to Stray Kids, No Pro Angel, 1117, Guardian Flies, and Hayes Chimeco, 50 bucks to them. Second went to Jumpmen, which was Hativ, Shay, King Urban, and Leech, 100 bucks to them. And then first place went to Battletoads. Harzo. Pinaxel? Pinaxel? I'm going to go with Pinaxel. Uh, Buck Tender and the sign taking home $150. So I'm going to let you continue. I just wanted to chime in here. Yeah. It, when those when you guys put those tw- uh, those Twitter threads in the chat, I was looking at like the original tweet and whatnot, and I'm like, this doesn't seem bad at all. It's just like calling out neighbor on his bullshit. Then I looked at the replies. And then it went, oh, it's much better. It's much better. Oh. So... Go ahead. All right. CGL Halo 5 2v2 Invitational Qualifier number 5. Fifth through eighth was Unorthodox. Why so genius? Undeniable and Demigods. Third through fourth, LL, Bad and Sad. Second was Vols Deep and first went to Nobodies. There's a lot of recaps here I did not realize. There are. You only have two more, though. NAHL Season 1 Finals. The tournament results. Here we the go. Now. The Finale. The Finale of Nal. <laughs> the Finale of Nal. Seventh through eighth, we had the Maw D2. QX, Will Mannion, King Box, and Puzzles, and then the Maw D1. Beastish, A Sunny Shadow, Lad Critical, and Yaddy. Fifth through sixth, Charlie Foxtrot from D1, Thy Coffee, Sylvanic, Sassery, and Dream Flies, and Fohammer from D2, Nywat, Ravager, Saitu, and S64 Venom. Fourth place went to Fohammer D1, Ath- Aethropax, Bards, Siege, and Monsters, The Banished D1, Yu-Gi-Oh! Tools, Jolly Josh, Drawley, and Brooks. It's the SVP squad. It is the SVP squad. Second place went to Flawless Cowboy, Simply Fear Me, Nightmare, Excavate, and Blitchy. And the first place went to In Amberclad, Financial, Costa Clan, Bastion, and Ripsets. Congrats. All right. Now the MCC Pro Series H3 Open Tournament, number one results. Fifth through eighth, Waste of a Seed was Eclepto, Jazeera, Excel, and Realized. 
Team Reps, Penguin, Renegade, Eco, and Stellar. Rated R Orange, Cologne, Obump, Blitzkrieg, and to Phoenix. And then Legendary with Squally, NJ Display, Stormy, and Sargoth. Third through fourth, we had Status Quo, Flame Sword, Hysteria, Roy, and Gabriel. Burger Town, Wombat, Munoz, AG Fresh, and NYC. Second place went to BTH. Maniac, Aries, Shaylee, and Neighbor. Taking home $200. And first place went to All Natural. This was Saintly, RPCon, World Famous, and Haynes. Taking home $300. There you go. There's all the tournament and league recaps of the week. So, Did you want to comment on the yeah. Twitter drama, I guess? Well, before we do that, real quick, um, the thing I was going to talk about before. So these eight teams will move on to face off against the other eight teams from or the top eight teams from the uh, from the pro tournament, the final pro tournament in Halo 2, right? One of those teams had, like, half of one of these teams already. So I don't know how that's actually going to work out, considering teams changed. So, like, I don't know if they're going to take, like, the, the ninth place team of that other one to bring them in or whatever the fuck's going to happen. This it, It's going to be weird to me to see what teams they pull over, considering some of these players broke up, made new teams to go through the open, and qualified anyway. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I, I'm genuinely intrigued as to how the fuck this is going to work out. Um, Deadbolt asks, Maddie, were you the one that said Eco's team didn't actually lose, just forfeited? Thought I read that on Reddit. Oh, I don't know. Um, okay, let's read into this fucking drama, shall we? It's ridiculous. So, Flame, what, well, actually, let's see what came out first here. Which one was first? 6.38 and 6.50, okay, 6.38 p.m. on August 23rd, 2020. This was yesterday. Flame Sword tweeted out that says, I also want to uh, constantly play neighbor and beat him for being the shadiest player in Halo history. He replied with, hopefully he does well in the game he worked on once Halo Infinite comes out in twenty in 2021. Neighbor replied with, hard to team with a squad when I get messages like this throughout scrims. Nice job qualifying though, Mike. And that text said, yeah, let me eat right quick. Just, just heating leftovers, replied with word. Don't even want to play with him anyways. I don't know why Roy likes him so much. Replied with, yeah, they, they yeah, they like best friends. States, definitely better people, LOL. Do we have a choice at this point, LMAO? Flamesword replied, I'm fucking crying. Bro, Hysteria and I haven't liked each other since 2008. You act like this is new news. This just shows the level of professionalism you have. You are a child. Again, I hope you place top 12 on a game you worked on once it comes out at Halo. He added them. <laughs> Lethal replied, Oh no. Yeah, pretty sure Mason didn't work on Infinite. Figured I'd just let you know that. He was on the Halo 5 Pro team, not the Halo Infinite Pro team. Sure. So. Yikes. Uh, Goading states, Imagine still crying over Halo in 2020. Flamesword replied with, Passion never dies. Imagine uh, uh, tells a CS player the same thing back in the day. I always respect his gameplay as a Halo player, just not as a person. Um, so I think that was one. I'm just quickly scrolling through. All right, here we go. So the next one that he put out was people are asking me what happened. And it's simple explanation. Neighbor asked Roy to play again for these Halo three tournaments, just to leave the person he asked the day before to play with a different team. 
is there an emoji for a clown yet? And then he put a clown emoji. So. Yes. Answered his own question. Yes. <laughs> um, Maddie says, yeah, that was me. It was Renegade's birthday, so we had to leave. I'm pretty sure they're backfilling any open spots with open tournament teams, starting with ninth on. Okay, that Perfect. makes more sense. Cool. Thank you for the clarification. Um, yeah, neighbor sounds like kind of just a, a piece of shit for doing that. Just going to be completely honest. Sounds like... He has a reputa- reputation yeah, for it. So that's, that's like the worst. Why the fuck would anybody team with his ass then? Like, I get it. He was good back in Halo 3's days, but guess what? There's been people who have been playing so much longer than he has now. Like, recently is what I'm saying. I mean, I not, all, not all time, but like, yeah. Um, He had the nickname Team Killer back in the day. Why the fuck would people want to play with him? Dude. Oh, my God. Okay, hopefully people learn their fucking lesson. Who knows? That as we clearly saw, it didn't matter because neighbor kind of pooped on flame sword anyway. So they got second. Well, I mean, they still qualified. So easy, qual. easy qual, bro. <laughs> easy awesome. qual. Easy qual. Sure. <laughs> Shall we move on to the topic? Yes, sir. Or topics. Okay. All right. First one. Again, should Halo 5 return to the competitive spotlight, Will? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? All right, so Vito put it. out a tweet. I agree. Vito put out a tweet and states, At this stage, I'd love to see a new season of online Halo 5 tournaments, but this time, no radar at all. Send it out with a bang and let people use their insane, use all their insane movement unrestrained without pinging on radar. Fresh meta. It'd be sick to see how players move and read others. With no radar, I think it'd be no crazy. Radar. Like, would it be too unpredictable? And just cause, I don't know, be zip, zap, zippity bop across the fucking map. Everybody. But I would enjoy, I would enjoy Halo 5 again, for sure. Oh, also, Bobetta makes a good point. Uh, let's also remember that a team full of top amateurs beat multiple teams with old Halo 3 pros and won the tournament. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Also heard, didn't it go to like the final game as well? I think it went to the final game. Don't remember. Again, I was at a wedding, oh, so a little busy. Yeah, I wasn't able to watch. But did it go to the like? Yeah, game five, 50, forty-eight to fifty. Holy yeah. fuck, that's insane. They deserve it though, too. I saw, I saw a Saint, uh, um, Saintly getting a shit ton of love online. Absolutely deserved. Happy to see it. Um, Maniac wasn't even at his computer when the game started. Oh my god! All I can say is that I really hope that they take this win in this open tournament and they really put this time in over the week. I said it like way back when these pro series tournaments started, like just started, but seriously, if you're getting these high enough placings to qualify, please take that time and don't stop. Like get together with your teammates, get online, start scrimming against other teams, get in matchmaking. Don't stop practicing because you know, you know, Sentinels are there Mm -hmm. and they're just waiting and they are fantastic at Halo three. Oh yeah. So, Knowing these pro teams are there ready and waiting to go, like I really hope that these other teams are putting in the work in. Um all right. So yeah. Should Halo 5 come back? Yes. Halo Infinite's been delayed. Yep. 2021. No time frame, although sounds like we'll get into that in a minute. Yep. Agreed. Um I would love to see it make a comeback as well. Uh, we're in agreement that Halo 4 is not the play. Um, I have no idea if they're going to do it. 
I have no idea if they're going to do it. Go back to Halo 5? No, do Halo 4. Oh. Like a Halo 4 MCC Pro Series. I don't, I don't know. The only thing they'd have is... I mean, they did Reach, and everyone was like, oh, Reach isn't, you know, with Bloom. I know well, they brought back No Bloom, No Sprint and all that. But. Right, and and Reach had, a, had uh, a few seasons in the MLG Pro Circuit, like two or right. three seasons in the MLG Pro Circuit. So it's like that was a competitive title when they had No Bloom, No Sprint. But Halo 4 is just... It's something else. I like playing the game, but goddamn, the... It's like the furthest away from all the other Halos, right? We talk yeah. about every Halo is different. Yeah. But Halo 4 is kind of a, the outlier. Sure. And it's it's definitely the outlier in the competitive aspect yes. as well. Yes, Um Bobetta states, I would love Halo 5 to come back. I'm just spoiled by PC and it's hard to play console H5. Agreed. Um, That's, that's the... I, my question to the players out there is that like to to the to the competitive players out there that would compete in these tournaments if Halo Five came back, right? Mm-hmm. Would you be okay with it being on console if Halo Five was coming back? Like if you just got Halo Five back anyway, would you be okay with it being on console? That's what I want to know. Like, is your hatred not necessarily hatred, but is your disdain for these older titles so massive that, regard like, if Halo Five came back and it had to be on Xbox, would you be okay with it? Uh, even if they're like not okay with it up front, I think once they started playing again, maybe if they took the radar away, um, some of the pros would be like, "Oh, this is this wasn't as you know we were complaining towards the end, but this this is actually something," you know. Yeah, and I thought that, um, and I also thought that I am a firm believer, and I have been a firm believer because I've watched it for so long and I've been in it for so long, is that competitive Halo should not have radar. It's something that just has not existed. It's, right. it's not a thing that should be there. I'm at the point to where like, I don't even look at radar when I'm playing sure. like arena sure. or yeah, because you're um, so focused on everything else. Yeah. The, the radar should just go. Right. So, but then when Halo five, the competitive aspect of Halo five first came in and radar was in full force, that was not good. Yeah. Like at all. Everybody was in agreement. but three, four, three, I don't know who made these deciding factors. I think people are going to blame Josh on this, but um, regardless, when when they finally started to dial things back, but they never fully removed it. You know, it was still kind of this weird, like, why? Did, like, I get, I get what you're trying to do, but why not just flip the switch? You and know, and that's where we we talked about. Um, is it esports engine that's going to be running with with them? Like we talked about, yes. you know, MLG had like the best settings for competitive Halo. Yes, and it took them a while to dial it in. Right. And but they took but, everybody's opinion into account. Yes. So if we get that back where esports engine is directing where the settings are going for Infinite. Right. Or if they di- if we have that other outside company looking at it, um, you know, th- 343s when they're controlling the HCS settings, they're all, they're they want to do what's best for the players, but yeah. they also want to do what's, what they want to showcase their game, Absolutely. what's in their game. So yeah. there's some of that push and pull of like, oh, like we have Spartan par- charge and ground pound. We don't want that to. We want people to see the pros using that, so they use it in the game and they're excited about it. Yeah, no, that it should have been out of there from the beginning. The the radar should have been gone from the beginning. I I agree with that. That they would have made the game using the using the spring jumps the the 
the um, the stabilize, all that would have been more impactful and more useful if someone couldn't see you doing it. Yes. You know what I mean? And the other thing, too, is that I would love for, like, I don't know the contracts, the NDAs that were signed, everything like that, but I would love to get some inside information from these older, um, like from the Halo 5 Pro team, right? Those yeah. who are no longer with the company. Sure. And be like, and give that, not calling anybody out, but but to seriously get the inside scoop as to what happened. Like who, again, I'm not trying to call anybody out, but like what was the deciding process on ground pound is staying? All these things are staying. Was it just a, we need to showcase everything and we'll dial it back as we see fit? Or was this a, no, this came from upper and be like, this has to be included here sure. regardless. Right. I just, I would love to know that inside information. Um, and again, not to shit on anybody, but just like, because we don't know, right. It's something that we've seen for so long, gone through for so long yep. for five years <laughs> that we, we still don't have that concrete information as to why was that decision made? Right. So, um, Prof says if they prof says if they fix the heavy aim on console, Halo Five would be so much better. Yeah, uh, it's mm -hmm. an, it's so inconsistent in the Halo Five. For, uh, you know, it's inexistent in the Halo Five Forge PC build. Agreed. The problem, it's it, now this is like that between a rock and a hard place, right? You have do you because you know they're not going to do it. So it's like on one side, do you just fix Halo 5's heavy aim? Or try to and on Xbox. I or, think it's embedded. Right. Or do you like try to patch and update Halo 5 Forge on PC so it's able to be run? Right. And the reason why, like, you have the rock and the hard place there, they're not necessarily stuck. They just don't want to be anywhere near that. Like, I don't think they're going to touch either of them. Sure. It's either, it, it's more than likely going to be Xbox or nothing. Yeah. And they, they won't go back to fix it. It's, but I agree with you, Prof. And if they just fixed it, it'd be awesome. Um, also the, man. uh, just the, the, the slight things, the blank shots in the game, the blank melees, the, you have to be a centimeter over for the clamber to work in a certain spot. And, uh, otherwise you just fall. Right. Things like that. That really just can bring Ruin the game it. down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bobetta says the Halo five team didn't have that much power. It seems ghost tweeted a while back that, uh, the game originally had hit markers and grenade indicators pro team wanted them both gone, but was told they could only get rid of one. Um, I do remember us talking about that on the show a yep. long time yes, ago. Did. Um, but again, like I'd love to just have more information in terms of what the fuck happened. Yeah. Well, from the sounds of just that, it sounded like they, they were didn't told, have, yeah, they didn't have control. Yeah, they were they, told like, this is in the game. Sounds like they were glorified play testers. Yeah. Really? Yep. Um, what? It's just unfortunate. That's why when we talk when, in that episode or episodes, we talked about how we hope that the infinite team has more say and what goes on um well what it should be is the the infinite team doesn't need to speak to 343 they need to speak to esports engine yes agreed say, this they need to speak to the players the, yeah yes um or compile full halo 5 pc build i, I agreed prof like it but again yeah. i doubt either of them are going to happen it would be cool though um yeah i'd love to see halo 5 make a a full comeback it'd be cool yeah you, you might pull some of the, the pro, like Saiyan's sitting out of a lot of stuff. Yep. I'm sure he would jump back in. Absolutely. It's what he made his name in. Yeah. And he's fantastic at it. So currently champ two or three. In the arena. In the arena. Yeah. Well-deserved. So yeah, I don't, I'm hopeful, man. I'm really hopeful, but 
but we'll just have to wait and see. The crazy thing too is he's champ two or three solo queuing. Like that's <sighs> in the solo queue playlist? No, I think he's solo queuing in Team Arena. No fucking way. Yeah. Oof duh. Because he streams. He streams and plays arena. Sure. And just goes off. He does just go off. Those pro players, man. Yeah, he's too good. Way too good. <laughs> um should we go to the next topic? Yes, yes. Okay. So we're going to talk about something that I don't normally want to talk about on this show um, because none of it's confirmed, okay? But it has huge implications. It does. So both of them have huge implications, but one of them got addressed. The other one recently came out, and it's from a reputable leaker who has been right on multiple things in the past, Mm -hmm. okay? So the first leak for Infinite that I want to address is a link that went out a, a link to a leak, a set of leaks that came out in terms of how decisions were made and like what decisions are being made on infinite leading to the delay, so on and so forth. Okay. These, I'm not going to read through the leaks because they're not worth it because they've been addressed. So sketch put out this statement on Twitter. This is from sketch and I quote, Okay. Normally, I slash we don't even entertain this kind of stuff. But seeing as I'm partially implicated here, I'm going to address the part where he claims that that Phil Spencer validated his prior reporting, even though I, 343, denied it. The reporting at the time said multiplayer would not be shipping with single player this fall. For a hot minute, it was creating a storm on social until I chimed in to debunk it. The tweet that made that claim has was then deleted. Phil Spencer went on Animal Talking recently, and while discussing the infinite shift to 2021, did mention that separating multiplayer and campaign was briefly considered before the decision was made to shift it all to next year. These are not the same things at all. Sam's unsubstantiated report in late July was 100% false and no such plan or discussion had ever happened. Campaign was never going to ship without multiplayer, period. So it was brought up in discussion, but never like decided on. Correct. More recently, as uh, as it became clear that the project needed more time, part of that assessment did entail trying to see if perhaps just multiplayer could launch as planned, but was deemed a non-starter. So even if that uh, would have been the outcome, it's the opposite of what was reported in late July. People can and will make up whatever stories they want, but I have to draw the line at being personally implicated as being dishonest with the community. I may not always be allowed to say what I want to say. For example, I'm probably not allowed to really get into the point, uh, point by point response to this article, but I will always speak the truth. So that was the first one. One of the other, I will, I will say this in that leaked article or the article of leaks. Mm -hmm. One of the things stated is that one of the reasons why the game is delayed is because of the TV show being developed. And I think that's absolute bullshit. Yeah, that's... Those are completely different studios that are working on them, different production companies, different everything. Yeah, that's dumb. And they've already said that the Showtime show is not focused on Master Chief. So there's no way in hell, in my mind, that a television show... Would affect the game. Right. We're not talking about a fucking Defiance experience here where you have this FPS MMO or as a third person shooter MMO, I forgot, but it was all, it had a tie into a TV show. I'm not, we're not talking about a situation like that. Like there's no fucking way. So when that article came out, right, I immediately thought about it as this, no way, no way. 
I was wrong about the the delay. I never thought in a million years that this game would be delayed. Just never. Granted, that was before COVID started. But even then, like, I still... If the console's releasing this fall, the game releases this fall. That was, that's firmly what I believed. I was there with you. You ready for this one, though? Yeah. All right. So this is from uh, Sponger, or Sponger, again on Reddit. And... This, again, this is the one that comes from a supposed reputable leaker who has leaked, like, correctly yeah. a good amount of things in the past. Yep. So here we go. I was considering a lot to post it or not, but after a few consultations with a few different sources, I'll put it. Microsoft and 343 Industries is currently very busy with the idea of dropping Xbox One support for Halo Infinite. Even the idea to postpone it to early 2022 is on the table. It's pretty messy up there with decisions, but they are convinced they need to make the best Halo game ever. So, even the idea to postpone it to early 2022 is on the table. So, clearly it's a thought, okay? But I think this ties back into what Sketch said. This was never decided on. This is just on the table. Yeah. Okay? It's pretty messy up there with decisions, but they're convinced they need to make the best Halo game ever. They should. That's what they should be striving for, is to make the best game that they can make. And if this is supposed to be a 10-year planned game, it needs to be the best Halo game. Otherwise, it's not going to make it. Yes. They need, and again, I just want to reiterate, and it's something that you've said multiple times too, they need to make the best game that they can make. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. So that was the second bullet point, but again, the big one. They're, very, they're currently very busy with the idea of dropping Xbox One support for Halo Infinite. I forgot to put this in the show notes, and I'm going to put it on there uh, probably after we're done recording. But um, real quick, let me just bring it up real quick here because I have it. Ryan McCaffrey of IGN put out a tweet because he kind of commented on this. Mm-hmm. Normally, you don't see many people commenting on this type of stuff, but I think it's because this leakers reputable that people are coming out of the woodwork now. Yeah. Ryan stated, I was wrong to drink the current gen won't hold next gen back Kool-Aid. I've talked to enough people now. It might make sense for some games, but not AAA system seller kinds of big budget productions. Cut bait for the old cut bait on the old hardware. I want to see what the new stuff can do. It sounded good on paper, but not in the real world. Harris, one of the people advocating for this continued support on the older hardware, replied and stated, Oh, wow. Hope you can elaborate on this more. Curious to hear the change in thinking and why. Can't they just do like what PC graphics does and just have like a, you know, there's like the... Your minimum spec? Minimum. There's like, yeah, minimum graphics, medium, best... Like, you know, sure. epic graphics. Sure. Could they just turn the graphics down for the older stuff? But then it's probably like a space RAM issue, all that too. It's what I believe happened with, Um, well, before we get into that, Prof says, hard to believe the new console is going to launch without Halo Infinite, to be honest. It, this is a disaster for the Series X release. We talked about that last week, and we were basically in agreement that it, it hurts the sales of the console. But again, as we've talked about, 
the console sales. Now I've stated multiple times in the show, and you can hold me to this is that they, the, 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 these manufacturers care about their box, right? I say it all the time. They care about their box. Now I don't think they do anymore. Sony does. Yes. Microsoft doesn't need to. They, they're on the services. Exactly. Well, Sony's getting into the same thing. I mean, PlayStation Plus is still paid for. Right. They have, they have the their TV service, PlayStation View. View. Yep. Yep, I agree. They have their services, but with when you with Microsoft, there's a lot more services there. Yes. Also, welcome, Shot. How's it going, man? But yes, I agree with you 100%. Prop. It's, it's something that I never thought would happen. I never thought that this game was not going to... Excuse me again. I never thought this game was going to come out without the console. Yeah. I was, never thought it. Yeah. Like, they don't really have a release game now. It's They they do not have a triple-A killer app that will sell the console at launch. They don't. They simply do not have one. Forza's not releasing with the console. Forza's yep. not a system seller, but that would be a triple-A launch title. And right. it's not coming out yet. There it was might, no release date even announced. Right. There might be a bundle down the road, which usually happens with Forza. But. Absolutely. So, and that's the biggest thing for me too, is that yes, Halo Infinite got delayed and that's a huge fucking bummer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think like the fact that a Forza is not releasing with it too. The, I mean, we see it all the time with the new box. Oh, look at these shiny cars. Oh yeah. Right. Yep. And you're not releasing one. That's, that is another like, wait a second. What the fuck? Yeah. And I mean, I, I love Forza. So like, I'm going to, I'll get it when it launches and I'll probably play it on PC to be completely honest. But the fact that you really don't, we read through the list last week. You really don't have a triple a killer app for your console on launch. Because that's why in that article we talked about last week, they were touting, Oh, you have thousands of games across generations that that'll play best on Series X. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play my old games. I have my old stuff to play those on. I want to play new shits. Right, new shiny stuff. Yes, that's that's what I'd go to a store to buy a console for, not to play the best version of a game I already own. Now, granted, that's maybe where, go ahead. I think that's where sometimes, like, games need to focus on their gameplay rather than just the graphics. Sure. Too. Insane. And maybe maybe I'm looking at it with like from my ivory tower of playing on PC, right? Because I already am playing the best version, quote unquote, sure. on my hardware. Sure. But like it's well Yeah. Go ahead. I, I I get I get where they're coming from with that too, because like right now, when I play PS4 games with with, with Joe, yeah. He's like, Oh, you're not loaded in yet? I'm like no man, you're rocking the pro. I still got the the launch PS4. You sure. Know? Yeah. The S. He's got the, the better. You know whatever it is in there. Yeah. It just loads faster. So, I get wanting to upgrade, but like you said, I don't want to upgrade to play old games. I want to upgrade to have the new games run faster, better. And if there's no new games, what's the point? Harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah. That's yeah. where that's where my mind went. I agree. Shot says, doing great. Glad to uh, catch the live show. I'm glad you can make it as well. Good to see you. Uh, Prof says, if Halo 5 plays without heavy aim on the Series <laughs> X, I'd get it. Without Infinite, there's no reason for me to get it. I That's the thing for me is I, that. Go ahead. Like I, said, I, do, I think heavy aim is embedded in the code on console. I think if you play. They've tried so many times to get rid of it. I don't think they can. I don't, I don't think, think they can either. Um, unless 
we get into the whole game development thing where maybe the game's just corded poorly and they really could. They just have to redo everything. Yeah. Or redo a, 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 substan- a substantial portion. I don't know. I don't I don't look at the code base, so I don't know. But that's just another way you can look at See, it. See, and in my mind, they, they, they've run into these type of issues by having the different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The contractors come in, right, to do sure. code. Sure. And they're doing the same thing with Infinite, which scares me a little now, bit. Now, apparently from what we've heard after we talked about it is that apparently that company has been with them for a while. It, yes, they we didn't did. didn't just we, come in at the tail end. They've been did. with them for a while. But still, if they've been with them for a while, and we've had these issues through the past. Agreed. Why isn't, what's stopping Agreed. it from happening again? Um. All right, let's get back to the infinite drop, the, the potential of infinite dropping Xbox One support. Yes. So I, I completely understand where people are coming from, where inclusivity is fantastic. As much inclusivity as you can have, the better. Cross-play, cross-save, cross-plat, right? That's that, that's fantastic. It's awesome. Yeah. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. But in my opinion, and I'm, I'm not a game developer, in my opinion, it only makes sense to me. I don't even care that it's a 10-year game, even if it wasn't. I would expect it to only play on the new hardware. I Now, the... Microsoft has done a tone switch, right? Mm-hmm. Ever since Dan Matrick has been gone and Phil Spencer came in, they've done a tone switch. And that yeah. tone switch is we want you to play wherever you want. I mean, as long as you're within the Microsoft ecosystem, but we want you to be able to play wherever <laughs> you want. Yes. And that, that ecosystem's expanded. Um, I mean, they own Minecraft for fuck's sake. And that's on, that's on every, they own Mojang and that's on everything. But uh, regardless Think if that tone change never happened, right? You can't play Halo 4 on an original Xbox. No, right? you just can't do it. Exactly. You can't play Halo 5 on an Xbox 360, okay? So if they never had that tone switch, nobody would bat an eye because it'd be a new game on a new console, and that's it. Done and done. It would play best on that console because it was made for that console. That's my biggest complaint is that I am a firm believer that, as others have mentioned, you have to create the game for the lowest common denominator of the thing that you're playing it on. Therefore, it has if you're if it's running on an Xbox Series X, it has to run on a stock launch Xbox One. Yeah. Do you guys realize how fucking slow that console is? The game can't even run MCC properly for fuck's sake. Okay, and you're expecting a full fledged AAA title that was designed that. It is meant to release for the Xbox Series X is going to play properly on the Xbox One. Sure. We talked about the Slipspace engine, mm-hmm. that it's supposed to be um, configurable, right? Moldable to be on the system that you're playing it on, right? But come on. There's no way. Halo 5 doesn't even run at a, st- at a, a set 60 FPS. Yeah. It doesn't. And they touted it from before the game launched. They touted that game as playing it at 60 FPS locked. Fuck. No, it doesn't. You think infinite's going to do that? No way. Let's say it wasn't even campaign. It was just multiplayer that they touted that for doubt it. I still doubt it. I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that now let's take into consideration. That's a 10 year plan. Okay. Look what destiny did. 
we're dropping support for the Xbox 360 and the PS3 because guess what? We just can't fucking do it anymore. Yeah. There's there game installs, right? The 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 vault. It, it got they couldn't add more vault space because on the 360 and PS3, the infrastructure wouldn't support it. Yep. Load times were dramatically long. You try playing Destiny 2 on a on an Xbox One or a PlayStation 4, the load times are terrible. It's real bad. Yeah. I there's no way. I As a person who has an Xbox One S over there, I would not want to play Infinite on that console. I sound like a privileged asshole right now saying that. But seriously, from a game standpoint, I would be happy as all hell if they decide, if they came out and they said, this is literally for the series console. This is for the series family of devices, series X and series S. So I think the way they're looking at it is not from a performance standpoint. Microsoft's looking at it from a money standpoint. Marketability. Absolutely. Infinite's going to have a free multiplayer. Yep. Which usually means some sort of microtransactions. Or battle pass. Yep. Or battle Microtransactions. Pass. Yep. You're right. So the more consoles they can get that multiplayer on, the more money they're going to make. So therefore, mom and pop don't need to go spend 600 bucks on a new console and controllers and all this stuff. They can just download it right onto their old console and get Jimmy and Timmy playing right away. And for the record, you can use your old, your old accessories on the new hardware, which is cool. Like that's, I know. that's cool that they're able to do that. But we talked but about that too. Also, I don't, mom and dad might not know that. True. And we it. talked about it before. Who's going to tell them? Right. Like, are you expecting the person at Best Buy or Target to be like, oh, yeah, here's everything you fucking need to know about what this thing can and cannot right. do? No, they're going to they're gonna grab a console, grab a controller off the... Because off the, that's what exactly. they've always done. Exactly. Exactly. So, I think that's why they're looking at, you know, Microsoft might be pushing this more than 343. Oh, yeah. Oh, as they always have been, more than likely. So... They if, have the end all be all I'm, I am perfectly fine if 343 has it on the table to take the previous support off. Yep. And they need to for the AAA type. Because like, like that post said, the AAA might need to go. Right. How is this going to be? No, I'm not, I'm not doubting for a second that if it released with the console and it was like great. Yeah. Not in the potential state that we're hearing about now, but if it was great and it launched with the Series X, I have no doubt in my mind it would sell consoles. But since it's not exclusive to the newest console that they have, it probably wouldn't sell as many consoles, yep. right? Yeah. Um, let's catch up on chat just for a second here. Sure. Uh, Beth says, as much as I'd love to love them to stick to the last-gen support, it's not that big of a deal if they drop it. Worst-case scenario, I'll get Infinite on PC and play there until I can get the Series X. Prof says, drop it and make people get the new console for the new game. Yeah, makes sense to drop it. Yep. Uh, Beth says, Asterisk, not that big of a deal. Double asterisk to me if they drop it, I mean. <laughs> sure. Uh, Shot says, preach. And then Beth says, at prop, my main thing was just not having to put myself in uh, any kind of financial bind to get the Series X when I could play Infinite on my 1S until I can save up money to buy a new console. But yeah, dropping that support does make sense. Agreed. And that's, that's why I said that I sound like an asshole, right? Sure. Because I'm all for other people being able to play the games that they want to play. Absolutely. It's just... This is a, it's so hard because looking at what Ryan said, right? This is a triple A console selling video game. Right. That's what this was supposed to be. 
it was Microsoft and Xbox that made that tone change to be like, we want you to be able to play anywhere you want on whatever you have. And it's funny because remember that July showcase? If you look at all the news stories that came out after that July showcase, you look into them, they'll talk about, like some of them said, what that showcase did and did not tell you, right? Yeah. And one of the things was talked about, a lot of those games are only on the new console. When they've been touting that they want you to play wherever you can, right? A lot of those games they showed are only being developed for the new hardware in mind. And I think they said that it's on developers to determine if they want it, it to is. be on the other consoles. It is. So. Yeah, I would, uh, it does suck. It does suck. Like people like Beth, right? Yeah. They wouldn't be able to be able to play right away. Possibly. Sure. Um, but I, I do think it's for the better of the game. Agreed. And that's, that's what prop says too. We sound like assholes, but it's, be, but it's the best for the game. Unfortunately. Okay. Um, I was thinking if infinite can be streamed on mobile, why don't they make it streamable for the old consoles? That's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Sure. My only... Nope, not a bad idea. I was going to say, the phones are now more powerful than... Honestly, I would... Can I go on record and say that a phone is more... Like a a top-end smartphone now is more powerful than an Xbox One? Like a stock Xbox One. Can I say that? Is that true? I don't know. I personally PS4, don't know. I can't, no. I can't talk to that. I'm going to say PS4, no. But a stock Xbox One. Maybe. The PS4 is a more powerful console. We know that. Except for their download time. Sure. <laughs> right. Their servers suck. It's a server issue. Is, is a top-end flagship smartphone more powerful than a stock Xbox One? I mean, what? Phones nowadays, 1500 bucks, but you're paying a lot for the camera. Yes. The microchips are, are pretty damn good. Yep. The new Snapdragon processors are fantastic, especially in multi-core. Did you like Apple Apple with their with their um the fact that they create their own silicon, like they're able to draw like all the fucking power out of it. I I don't know, man. Um then the first Xbox One, yeah, maybe, yeah, that's what Prop says, and then Shot says maybe even a one S. So, I mean, so Beth, going back to Beth here, high tech redneck says, I mean, to be honest, if they hadn't come out and said that it'd be playable on the current gen Xboxes as well, we would really, would we have really expected it to? I know I wouldn't have. I'd, I have assumed it'd only be on the Series X. Thank Perfect. you. So there you go. Yes, that's what I said. It's exactly it. It's that the fact that Microsoft made that tone change before this never was a thing. Yeah. But the fact that, uh, like, I get it. Everybody wants. Crossplay. Everybody wants cross save, and those are great things. Don't get me wrong. The fact that I can play like, um, the fact you can play Minecraft with anybody. Yeah. Right. The fact that I can you can play Call of Duty with anybody. Right. That's fucking rad. Those are also multi-platform games. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's just. Oh, yeah. um, Maddie, there's a $600 gaming phone with 144 hertz display and eight, eight RAM, eight gigabytes RAM. There. Exactly. So, yeah, so yeah. that so there's the thing is that it, you have a phone that's more powerful than these consoles, right? The old ones. Yeah, the, the old, old ones. Console. Yes. Yeah. So yes, I 
Prof, going back to what you were saying, I'd be fine with the streaming thing. I don't think it should play natively on that console because I, I just look at what Ryan said, and I echo that statement. This is a AAA, big-budget, console-selling title. That should be made at the forefront with the new hardware in mind. That's it. Yeah, I can agree. Now, I should have prefaced this at the very beginning. These are supposed leaks. This is <laughs> no confirmed information. Do not take our word for anything that is said other than the sketch statement that we talked about earlier that is from him debunking other items. This is a new leak information that have come out from, that is a, what we're talking from about. a credible source. Yes, but from a credible leaker. Leaker, yes. Who has been correct on major things in the past. Not Halo related, but things in the gaming scene so, in general. We'll have to see. Um, and, and again, the things he talked about, they're on the table, but haven't been decided on. So The 2022. That is, yeah. yes, it's been on the table. The 2022 and the dropping support. It's yes. on the table. Yes. It hasn't been decided on. So let's talk briefly, as we've been going on about this for a little while, let's talk briefly about the 2022 thing. Okay. Because the question had been, since it was delayed to 2021, we know that for a fact because that's what they've said. The The question was then, is it spring 2021 or is it fall 2021? The fact, okay, not the fact, because we don't know if it's a fact, but if 2022 is on the table. Sounds like it's fall. That makes me think it's a full year, fall 2021, which means I can maybe hit 152. I don't know. I'm playing a lot of Halo 5 lately. So that loops, let's say for the sake of moving on, that it is that they are thinking fall 2021, full year. Sure. Even 2022, if absolutely need be, right? Because we are a competitive Halo show, I'm looping everything back. What the fuck do we do next? What happens then? If we have a full year, that brings me back to the first topic of do we bring Halo 5 back? Does Halo 5 come back? Do they fix Halo 5 PC? What happens if they have a full year? Do we stick with Halo 3 for a year? Uh, I hope not. Um, I think the pros would go nuts. I think so. I think Spartan would fucking die. He would. He might quit. You know what? The, yeah, that that was a terrible joke because there's been yeah, suicidal thoughts previously. I that, I apologize, Spartan. That was really fucking mean. Um, did not mean that in a, in a negative way. Um, yes, he would quit. Yes, yes. Unless a shot registration fix is just amazing, in which case, yeah, holy hot damn! Like for, I don't want to see Halo Three being played for a year. Yeah, Let me yeah. get that straight. I'd be tired of those mechanics. Yeah. Like that's that's it. Um, and the fact we're seeing so many more with Shyways videos and whatnot of all these new what you can movement do in mechanics. Halo 5. Yeah, but then on the same side, clearly me, uh, the he does trick jumps and yep. whatnot. He's been putting out a lot of Twitter clips with Halo Three stuff. That's like I've never seen that before. A lot of that's not really practical in a competitive game, though. Sure, but the fact that you can go from um, bottom blue on Guardian to to top blue via the lift if you make just one easy specific jump yeah that could be i'm just like that's one instance of like a, a setup that could be cool but no like in terms of halo 5 it'd be um best says i think you'd see pros switching to other games yep. prop says the morale in the halo community is super low with so many unknowns mm -hmm. uh they should definitely fix halo 5 would be another year till infinite launches shots says max a uh, mass exodus from halo if it's another year of halo 3 Beth says, Snakebite was just saying uh, today, if there's a year-long delay, he'd consider trying to compete in the next COD until Infinite. Um, 
Mr. Davey Havoc, welcome to the stream. Snakebite asked Lethal today if he could go play COD and still be on Sentinels when Infinite comes back if it's delayed a year. Ooh. We couldn't tell if it was tongue-in-cheek. Got it. Who would he play for? Do you think he'd be picked up by a... He might have to prove himself a little bit, but maybe yeah. he picked up in an amateur squad to, like... Have to compete through challengers? Would that even be worth it, then? Probably not, but, well... Considering the prize pool and challengers is still like a good amount of money, three hundred what 200, I think sure. went to the. I mean, it's more than the Halo tournaments are putting say, out and, right now. Yeah, and he's great at whatever fucking he plays. So yeah, I could see him, or maybe he just gets into some pro scrims. Sure, I mean, I'm sure Shotzi, Frosty would all vouch for him. Right, maybe on the Mutineers sub roster. Maddie mm-hmm. says I could see them being picked up as subs as first at yeah. first. So maybe the mutineers or the, the Empire? Ro- maybe Rocker gets rid of Exceed. And brings Holy in- shit. Give me uh, another reason to actually root for them. Um, <laughs> he said he would ask to swap Sentinel spots, uh, but that seems tongue-in-cheek for sure. Agreed. That, yeah, 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 absolutely. That'd be it. It'd be huh. interesting. I'd like, I'd like to see him switch over, see what he could do. That'd be intense, man. I mean, all these guys, I feel like Halo has become like the NCAA to Call of Duty. Lately, <laughs> they, they get through their NCAA career. And they're like, all right, time to move they up. Get the actual make, pros. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's all, it's all about money. Like, I think oh, that's yeah. what it is. Cause Todd's shelling out It's all cash. about the, it's all about the ceiling. Yes. Yes. The ceiling in Halo has been reached in terms of prize money, in terms of like for lack, I'm not going to necessarily say skill, but Sentinels have been continue to be right there. They're, they're like that. They're like what Final Boss used to be. Yeah. And so, yeah, you've hit that ceiling. Now when you go into, when they go into Call of Duty, Frosty, even even with the placing that he got, which we're going to talk about shortly, like that ceiling is still massively high. There's yeah. still plenty of room to grow. Yeah, and there's something to say about having something to work at all the time. We're like Sentinels, they're they're the top Halo players right now, and they have been, and they 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 just keep doing their thing and keep winning. Like that's... At some point, you have to like look at what's next, right? And I think Call of Duty is a good transition for most of these Halo players, especially now that they've changed that league format, yeah. right? And you have these, yeah. Now, and we've seen uh, Adam come from Esports Engine come through and talk about the initial investment that these teams have made, these couple million dollar investment that they made. Oh yeah, right. And how realistically speaking, that's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. This was just kind of to get their foot in the door, and obviously as time goes on, they'll recoup those costs. Like that's not going to be a big deal. So like, yeah, it, it seems like as long, and we already know because year in year out, it's always talked about how, is this the year call of duty is going to fail? Is this the year that call of duty is not going to sell as much as it did before that happened for years, but no matter what didn't matter every year, the call of duty would come out in the holiday season. It'd sell like fucking hotcakes. And there you go. You know what I want call of duty to do. I want them to make it more like pro sports where like, all the pros that are there now yeah. are just, like, they're there, right? Mm-hmm. Beginning of next season, there's some sort of, say, you like. You have a draft. You can draft. Like, you have a draft. Like, the Sentinels roster could be like, we're declaring for Call of Duty. Sure. Um, and then you pick them up. You have, like, you have basically two squads, right? You have, mm-hmm. like, a full eight or a full, full ten. Yeah. And, what, you only can have two subs? So you got to trim it down to seven. Rust become free agents. Rust become free agents. And then you have unrestricted pool, free agent market. Pool switching on yeah. Mm-hmm. You that, have your deadlines that you can make. You have your shred deadlines you have, yeah. You can make. You have you can have like uh you can get ES I mean ESPN's getting more into esports and whatnot. You can have them have official fantasy. 
Yep. As well. So I, I would, I, it would, it would just bring more eyes to it because you have more events throughout the year. Right. Like that's, that's why like football is so big is because the way their, their events are planned. Like there's always something football related going Absolutely. on. Even like in the off season, it's okay. Off season. When we have retirement shortly after the off season, after that we have, is it the free, we have free agency and then the draft. Yep. And, and then, then you have deadlines for contract extensions. Yep. You have deadlines and for contracts in general to be signed. Yep. And there's always, so there's always football news coming out. Absolutely. It keeps people invested, always. keeps people interested. Always. And even when, even during the downtime, there is basketball. But yes, there is always something going on in terms of football. No matter what, there's always something to talk. There's always a player in the news. Right. Right. And I think that's like these teams, the way they're able to like drop players, bring players on and inform. Yeah. Like there's not much interest in it because they just do what they want, right? There's no, right. like, like if say, say like formal, right? He hasn't had the best year this year compared to his sure. other seasons. Say like he gets dropped from Chicago. There's no guarantee he's going to be picked up from someone else. If there is that free agent market. Nope. And I guess there still isn't a guarantee, No, but I feel like he would be picked up. Sure. But I think, I think he has the skill in the, in the, like game awareness that he would be picked up. But the fact that there's no deadline, there's no right. There's no like urgency. Urgent. Yes. Or there's no urgency. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm sure as soon as the, this year ends and we get a glimpse at the new, there will be shakeups. There'll be roster mania again. Absolutely. For, for Call of duty. And we'll talk about it and it'll be crazy, but there's like, why does it, why is there roster mania? Why not make these guys compete within whatever contracts they have year after year? Right. And it sounds like we're getting, um, well, first, Bo Betta, uh, he says, I have a question for both of you guys. It's not related to the topic, but would like to see your thought to hear, uh, hear your thoughts on it. And sorry, I had to put attention to my work for a bit, but if you said anything towards me, I just did. So please let us know what that question is. We'll address it. Absolutely. Um, and then prof says, I mean, Shotzi was chosen MVP in the CDL. So that's something about pro players. And we're going to oh, talk yeah. about that too. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that, so this is the first year this has been a thing, right? The CDL yep. being a league based format, right? Clearly, the online nature of what happened with COVID and whatnot has hurt things in terms of the competitive integrity of the game. I've heard people getting booted off, like kicked offline and whatnot. Oh, yeah, and they have to continue the match. Right. It's a nightmare, right? Yep. They're, the CDL is doing the best that they can, given the circumstances, I truly believe. And they, it can, honest to God, I can't believe I'm saying this about Activision, but in my mind, it can only get better because they're learning from this. And we heard from the commissioner, and she sounds like she knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So I think that her and the team around her know what the fuck they're doing. These these organizations know what the fuck they're doing. And I'm genuinely excited. I, I haven't been able to watch a lot this year besides, like, what we had at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. But I'm genuinely excited to see what happens next year with the CDL. Um. And these finals, really, because of the four teams that are still in it. But, yeah, I think that they have a lot of room to grow. And every point that you've made, I think if they introduce those aspects, and we got to imagine that they're talking about that stuff. Sure. There's no way that they're just sitting there with their twiddling their thumbs being like, oh, yeah, this this worked. Yeah, Yeah, let's just do the same thing again. There's no way. Yeah. So, like I said, taking what you're talking about into consideration, I'm Super excited for the potential of what next season could bring. And then hopefully, if that does work out really well, right? 
I don't think Halo does the league format we talked about in a previous episode. Yeah, I don't they think won't. they right. But maybe they could take some of these aspects if this works out for them. Well, I'm just saying, like competition yeah, they could, breeds. They could, yeah. Right. Competition breeds um ingenuity. Or, right. Uh, I know what you're saying. Yes. So if they take some of those aspects and they iterated yes. Innovation. Yep. Innovation, thank you. <laughs> if they can innovate and iterate based off of what Call of Duty's doing, it'll only make them better. Mm-hmm. Right. And the cycle continues. And obviously we want what's best for the esports scene in general, obviously Halo, but yeah, I'm excited for Call of Duty. It's gonna be cool. Hopefully the game's good because if the game's not good. That's a whole other story. And that's that's like the worst part about them, right? Is that you're at the burden of what that game's gonna be every year. Because they move on. Like they yeah. don't go back. Yeah, they do some balance updates, but not a lot not enough. Not enough and not often enough. Well, in we did see like the growl get super pumped up. Yeah. Like medium to long range, no recoil, basically. The growl was fucking nasty. But um Yeah. All right, Bobetta Feta says Halo is probably at one of its highest points when it comes to content. More slash bigger streams, YouTubers, and tournament organizers. When it comes to the TO aspect, do you think it's oversaturated to the point that it makes it difficult for the smaller TOs? You have Blue Team, SWAT Nation, Europa, Draft League, uh, yeah, all of them. Pro-Am, Midnight Halo, so much more. Face it, Esports Arena running sanctioned online tournaments. And they're all trying to squeeze in their tournaments on two, maybe three days a week. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because those are the easiest, most available days to do it. So the question was, is it oversaturated, right? Yes. Do we believe the tournament organizer market is oversaturated? Oh, do you think this poses a potential problem for both tournament organizers and players? No. The thing that I see on Twitter and Reddit constantly, and I'm not blaming I'm going to blame the person asking. Okay? Sure. Like the person asking on Reddit or Twitter when yes. you see those posts you're saying. Yep. They're asking They're asking Hey, where's the competitive Halo scene nowadays? Right? Like where can I compete? Yeah. What tournaments are going on? The reason why I blame them for asking is because they're not looking. They're just asking. Right. They're not taking the two minutes to literally just search. Like all you literally have to do is do a search and more than likely something's going to come up. Right. And now granted, not everybody knows about the show. Duh. That's, that's obvious, but I make it a point to include noob combo in it every single week because Maddie includes nearly everything that's on there. And if he doesn't have something, he asks, he's like, Hey, if I don't have something included here, let me know and I'll put it on the calendar. Yep. Right. And so getting to Maddie just says, I get that question a ton, right? That's, that's my problem, right? Are we not doing a good enough? We at collective as a community, are we not doing a good enough job communicating to as many places as we can, the amount of tournaments and how they're happening or are those players and those individuals not doing enough due diligence to find out, right? That's where I'm getting at. That's my rock and a hard place. Um, do I think 
that the TO market is oversaturated? Yes and no. Yes, in a sense that it's really hard to keep up with everything that's happening. Yeah. With the amount of leagues, the amount of TOs, the amount of announcements that are made every week, I'm guaranteed I missed something. I know for a fact I missed recaps because, and this is not, this is not a jab at Maddie, but A, they're not on noob combo yet. And B, this is my biggest fucking pet peeve of all time. Brackets. Hey, tournament organizers, this, I'm not fucking kidding when I say this to all the tournament organizers out there. This is a mini Josh rant. And I say this all the time. If you are hosting an online Halo tournament or tournament in general, include the bracket (laughs) in your tweet, include the bracket in your Reddit post, include your bracket in your stream, include it. And the thing is too, is back to your question of people asking where, where they can compete. If you're, Brackets are included. They can find the sign up so much easier. Yes. And when the results and see who's playing and whatnot. It's so fucking frustrating when I'm looking for a CGL qualifier bracket. I have to go to challenge.com search for CGL. Oh, it's not there. Oh, fuck. CGL space halo. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's somebody that's not actually called CGL tournament organizer. That's not their username. It's some <laughs> random fucking person that has this up. Oh, thanks. Yep. Maddie says, say it louder for the people in the back and list the roster. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's the other fucking thing. In the bracket itself, right? Mm-hmm. You have, and this is not everyone, to the tournament organizers that do do this, thank you. But to the ones that don't, guys, for the love of God, all you have to do, the bracket is piddly shit. Like, you literally have to copy paste a fucking link. That's not difficult <laughs> to do. All I all, the other other the only other thing I want include the rosters in the fucking bracket. Challenge makes it so easy for you to do that. Like just fucking do it. It smash.gg makes it incredibly simple to do it as well. Rant over. Okay. Um <laughs> But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I I'm I'm 100% agreeance there. And then so I said yes and no. Right? In terms of it being oversaturated. Yes, in a sense that I feel like it's a, it's a lot to try to keep up on. Now, that's on us too, though, because we report on it every week. Yeah. So we do have to be looking for it every week. We're not competing. The re- Now, going to my no point is, and it's not oversaturated, I think it is invaluable to have this many outlets for players to compete in. Yeah. And it's for Halo tournaments of all things. Right. And we, we look at all these different tournament organizers and... Um, this is most of the AMs, the, yep. the amateurs are playing. Yes. And I see this as being great because before all we had was the, the top tournaments, right? Where all the pros were there. And you'd have, you'd have potentially an open bracket for those majors. Yes. That is where those AMs would try to make a name for themselves. And that was it. That's all you had. Right, and a lot, and if an AM team went up against the pro team right away, they didn't really get the experience throughout the whole tournament. Yes. Now these now these teams are playing up against more people that at their skill level, getting the competitive experience in, and then maybe they're able to take that next step and go to that next open and then make a challenge for a team. Yes, and we are seeing in these uh, community tournaments that you see Renegade competing in them. Yeah. You, you're seeing Talik in there. You're seeing, you're seeing a lot, well, not a lot, you're seeing these individual pro players 
Oh, yeah. I'll fucking compete in that. Yeah. You see Bound taking a lot of first place finishes, and he was able to get up into a pro tournament at once. Yes. So it's, so that's, yes, I think it's phenomenal. And then also to bounce off what you're saying, the thing I love about the amount of tournament organizers in the space right now, and another point towards my no on it being oversaturated, is that a lot of these tournament organizers are doing something different. They're not all the same type of tournament going on. They're not all 4v4 HCS style. Sure. You have you have SWAT. You have Griffball. You have um, the NAHL, which, uh, yes, is that type of actual competitive nature. Um, Halo Draft League was trying to do that as well. You have Halo 3. You have FFAs. You have Halo 5. Uh, you have so many different outlets. You have these weird one-offs like Breakout. Yeah. Right. You have this upcoming Halo four tournament this weekend. It's the thing that I love about the space that we're in is that there's so many different avenues for players to compete and they can find, they can pick and choose the ones that they want to compete in. They're not stuck the, yeah. with one or two options. The thing I'll say from our show perspective too, when we first started the show, the, the HCS was there and then we had one or two AM tournaments or leagues we'd follow and that we knew about. And right. A lot have popped up, and we used to be really detailed about those old, you know, the the, the old other leagues because there were so few. Right. And I do miss getting into that detail, but I'd rather get all the information out there we can right. and let people know about the whole scene rather than just a few select spots. And we've talked about it personally, not within the show, is that when those HCS and esports engine tournaments, when that fully comes back, that is what a lot of our time will be focused on too. Yeah. We will, I will make it a 100% point to talk about the ter- the community tournaments that are taking place because that's one of our biggest things is that we want to shine the light that we have on that as well. Because for the record, guess what? That Those majors aren't fucking happening. You have the MCC Pro Series and that's it. And that took a while to be announced. Yeah. So you guys, the the community tournament organizers deserve all of the praise they can possibly get for just being there and putting something on. Mm -hmm. And you know what? In in terms of them themselves, this also gives them more experience and hopefully provides them bigger opportunities down the line when it comes to these major events. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, you guys have been running, like, uh, Europa Halo. Oh, you guys, just as an example, you guys have been running experience for so long Hey, we're gonna have we're gonna have a tournament in London, an HCS style tournament. We'd love to have you guys on for the staff, right? The, yeah, the GT Halo um, Invitational we were just part of. Exactly. Um, the production, the quality was amazing. Yes. On that side, the, the having the um, when they were showing the uh, highlights of the players when they were announcing them, the little the profile pictures. Yes. Like you don't you, you didn't even see that much from the HCS no streams. It was just here's here's them coming on stage and playing. You know? Right. So it was, uh, yeah, all these little tournament organizers, or not, I don't want to say little, but the community. Yeah, community or, tournament organizers, yeah. Organizers are doing things that I haven't even seen HCS do, and hopefully that shines the light on them to get them those bigger opportunities, like you said. Absolutely. Um, let's let's catch up here. Okay. So, uh, Prof says, at least we do include it on the event page. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, Bobetta says, thankfully our bracket on Battlefy is part of everything else. Nice. Uh, Maddie says, yeah, Bobetta Fed is very easy to use and has everything I need. Absolutely. Um, Bobetta says, that's about the same thoughts I had. Yes and no. Um, for players, it's great. The only concern being is uh, 
they either have to choose or double, triple dipping, like I said above. And yes, definitely agree on the variety. The biggest thing is trying to not overlap, but it's the nature right now. Some Saturdays will have four to five tournaments. The next day it's three to four, et cetera. Um, I'd be that player that would want to play everything. And that's, yes, that would be my concern as well. And again, that gets me back to my point of there's so much to try to cover mm-hmm. that I part of, like, and I'm mad at myself when there's a, res, a tournament result that I miss. And the reason why I'm upset about that is because I cannot get that information because the bracket's not listed, right? Because results aren't put out on Twitter. It's the fact that Maddie doesn't even have them on on the site, right? And again, let me just preface that again. It's not a detriment to Maddie. It's like there's it's just, just the, the information's not fucking there to yeah, get, yeah. or it's incredibly hard to obtain. So when I miss something on the show, it's something that I'm really fucking mad at myself for because, and then I'm mad at the TO because like, why the fuck didn't you just include a bracket? It would have been the easiest thing in the world. Also, one more mini tangent, just real quick. Okay. In terms of the brackets, let's say I'm able to find the bracket. The thing that I cannot fucking stand, my third biggest pet peeve, is when they didn't update the final, the grand final. Oh, yeah. So the placings aren't all there. So I don't know who got first, and I don't know who got second, and I have to go search through, find Twitter handles, go through, find the actual Twitter handle of the, of the organizer. Oh, you didn't tweet it out? Cool. I have to go find the VOD on the stream, and I have to go check that out. Okay, we got there. Sweet. And who knows how much VOD you have to scrub, right? Exactly. <laughs> that That's such a fucking nuisance to get through. Um, Maddie says, maybe making a private Discord with the admins for the TOs could be beneficial so everyone could discuss their plans and hopefully plan accordingly. There you go. Uh, there's one for grassroots TOs with three for three, but making one that's open for all community TOs would be fantastic. I vouch for that. Uh, Maddie says, I also can't stand when they don't post any info on social media and I have to join another Discord to find everything. Like the console gaming league. I added that last part because that's what I had to do. You know what the funny part is? They have a console gaming league discord and then they have discord servers for each individual fucking game. So I had to join two. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. I mean, I'm all for like getting their communities in locations. That's sure. fine. Especially when we have hundreds of members. I get that, but fuck me. <laughs> um, sure. But yeah, so good and bad. Good and bad. Good and bad. Yes and no. Yes. Hopefully answered your question there. Um, and then get, getting just back to this real quick, hopefully they go Halo 5 and we don't stick with Halo 3 for another year. If it gets delayed to the end of the year, if it gets delayed to early 2021. For Infinite. I mean, there's also just, I feel like there's not enough hype in the Halo scene, the pro Halo scene. It there's feels, not at all. Yeah, it just like there's nothing going on. Like what those those pro series streams, they're small. And there's nothing against the community tur- tournament organizers. The biggest thing that we had this week was that drama of flame sword and neighbor. Like that was sure. the biggest fucking thing that happened. Sure. It's just like I said, I give all the praise in the world to these TOs that are putting on events. Because without you guys, there literally wouldn't be anything. Yeah, we'd have the Pro Series, but that, like, we didn't have info on that until, like, what, a week or two before it actually came out? It's just, 
Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Shall we move on? Let's let's keep going. That's it for the topics. Time for the regular news. It's Prof steps down from SWAT Nation. Told you we'd get we'd get to it eventually. Tear. Tear indeed. No. But hey, this is this is okay. This was on this was on good terms here. Yes. So yes. I quote I wanted to let you all know that I'm transitioning out of leadership with SWAT Nation. The transition was solely based on the magnitude of new events unfolding within my own life, including a position with a new company, which is going to require my family and I to relocate. SWAT Nation is one of the cus- is on the cusp of huge growth and needs people at the helm who will be able to dedicate the time I simply cannot at the moment. The good news is, is that NapTimes and NapBurger are both co-founders and will continue all the amazing worth- work with SWAT Nation. I have always done the best I could to make SWAT Nation what it has become from the very beginning, shaping it from a mere idea to what it is now. I am proud of all the work I have put into it, so happy to see what it is now and the direction it will take in the future. I will remain a community member and I will support SWAT Nation, but in different ways now. I need to direct my full attention to everything that needs it in my personal life. Halo and SWAT Nation have been good to me and and I have met some amazing people thanks to it. Some of them I can truly call friends. Do not hesitate to reach out whenever you need my help to play some games or just have a talk. Thanks for riding this amazing wave with me. Prof, you said it already, but seriously, um, the work that you, NapTimes and NapBurger, have done with SWAT Nation is second to none. Um, I mean, fucking, you guys throw tournaments what feels like every week. They're very well run. You have so many people competing in them. You keep things going smoothly. It's, and the things that you guys do for your community as a whole, right? It's, like I said, it's second to none. So you will be missed. We're happy that you're staying within the community, obviously. Um, We wish you the best of luck in your new position and good luck on the relocation. That can, I imagine that cannot be easy at all. Um, but no, man, onwards and upwards, good luck to you. And you're still fucking good at SWAT and you destroy me, so there's that. <laughs> yes. Um, final news story. Got one left. Joel Korolitz, Through the Trees, this is by Sketch. It's an interview with Halo Infinite composer Joel Korolitz. And I'm not going to read through it because you can read through that if you want to. The link's included in the show notes of the show. Listen to the song, though. It's fucking great. You know why it's great? Because it's literally like a remake of a previous Halo song. And it it's like it's amped up for Infinite. It sounds really good. All the songs they've released so far for the soundtrack have been just like, this is really fucking good. They're taking a lot of old aspects, bringing it into the new. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. All right. COD. And other games to watch! CDL playoffs. Current standings. Let's talk about it. In 11th and 12th place. These are final, by the way. These are Mm -hmm. finalized placings, just for the folks at home. 11th and 12th place, you have the Seattle Surge. Rest in peace, Octane. And the LA Gorillas. Taking home... Zero dollars. Ouch. Ouch indeed. You know what Octane tweeted today? No. I think it was today. He tweeted a picture. like the, You know the Wolverine meme? Where like Wolverine's oh, yeah, he's looking got the at picture. a picture? Yeah, he has a picture of 100 Thieves. 
Like his, uh, his old roster, yeah. uh, 100 Thieves, when they, won the, when they won the championship. Beautiful. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, in ninth and 10th place, you have the Paris Legion and the Minnesota Rocker. Yeah. Taking home a cool $100,000. 20K a player. If I mean, the fact you went from zero to 100 grand, that's, that's yeah. a fucking jump. Right. Um, so with the Rocker situation where they subbed exceed in for God RX, um, it was agreed upon between the players and the organization that if the Rocker did not win a match with exceed to advance, he would not get any money from Champs Weekend or from the playoffs. So that money is going to God RX since exceed essentially did not contribute to the placement of Minnesota Rocker throughout the se- throughout the season. Which, I don't know. I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Right? That guy, the guy played through, yeah. for your team throughout the whole year, and then in the playoffs, you're like, ah, oh, nah, we're going to switch you out. So, Maddie says, imagine investing millions and taking home zero dollars. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's hold on. Let's hold on a second. We're not taking into consideration other deals that may have taken place. Sponsors. In, right. Sponsors. Merch, merch sales. sales. Ticket sales. We're not taking into consideration these things. Okay. I agree. I know what you mean, Maddie. That's why I was going to agree and be like, it's kind of funny though. <laughs> that your team's that bad. Um, also, fuck aches. Moving on. <laughs> you know, it's funny. He gets See, dropped and they fucking stole their shit. <laughs> this is what I'm saying though. Like oh, we're, we're like, the draft scenario would be cool. Like Seattle surge and gorillas get like one, two pick and they get to sure. pick the next upcoming player that might advance their teams in the future. Speaking of which Timberwolves got number one pick for the NBA draft. Uh, did they? We did. Oh yeah. It was the wild that got screwed. <laughs> I heard we're not that bad. Mm, we'll see. Are we going to be another enter the playoffs right away, but lose first round? It might be. Okay. Also, uh, the twins are doing pretty well too. The twins are doing well. Um, last I heard we were a half game in first place. So that means like we've won 12. The next team below us is one eleven, and they've played like a last one last game or something like that. Okay. But, um, <laughs> Maddie, you know, what's your beef with cakes? Fuck cakes. Oh, fuck, fuck cake. aches. Aches is a, was a player on the gorillas who basically, he's a fucking douche. He is. He's just, I mean, I bet, let's just preface, it, I bet he's a fine guy. I bet he's a perfectly fine He plays dude. the villain part in, yeah. the, in the Call of Duty scene. He, he what's, What did he come out with? What's, what did his sign say? A rocker got a free W. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we fucking smoked you anyway. Yep. Um, what was I, I going? Natana's right. I don't like cake, though. Oh, you don't? I don't. I'm not a huge cake fan. I'm a pie guy. Cupcakes, though? I could fuck with a cupcake. I like a fruit-filled cupcake. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, like a, I, I, we're talking about different kind of cakes now, but I like a strawberry shortcake, you know? Interesting. I like that consistency of the shortcake. Sure. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's great stuff, you know? The Kratos of Cod? Oh, fucking Kratos. Yeah, yeah. Um, Vicky says, I don't either, Josh. Well, I did not know that the, about The you. Wild. That's what we were talking about. Sorry. So we were, <laughs> we were, um, we were, so they do a lottery as well, the NHL, for their draft. I did not know that. And okay. we were really hoping to get the first overall pick. This year, we had a good chance at it, but um, conspiracy theorist minds, it went through to another major market city for like 
X amount of years in a row, right? Sure. Yeah. And people are starting to be like, okay, like all these big name teams are getting the first pick every year because they bring in more money, more more fans, more whatnot. Yeah. It's starting to kind of turn gears in people's heads and be like, okay, what's going on? But um, we have Fiala, who's an up and coming player. He seems to be doing well. Um, did not do great in the playoff series this year. He got tossed around a bit. Okay. Um, but I think he's he's newer. He needs to learn his what what he needs to do. And then we have um, I think he's from Russia, a kid coming over that's touted as like a damn good player, right? Okay. And um, his name's Kaprizov. So they could be that one-two punch. We but what what we're what we're really missing is a sniper type player, someone who can just put the puck in the net from wherever they are. And that's we need we need a superstar sniper, like an Ovechkin or like a um, Tarasenko on the Blues, someone who can just fire and score goals. That's what yeah. we've been missing for a long time. But yeah, anyway, sorry. So what what pick do we have? Do you know ninth? All things considered, it's not terrible. Out of thirty teams, yeah, yeah, ninth top upper third. third. Yeah, that's not bad. So. It would be better, obviously, if we got higher, but, I mean, it's not bad. The thing is, is, like, usually, like, the number, like, oh maybe the, the top couple picks can probably play right away. The other ones most likely will go to the, yeah, Rangers got number one. Rangers, what is that? The New York Rangers. Okay. Hey, Maddie, how are your subliners doing? Oh, wait. Speaking of, we uh, we left off at 9th, 10th. Let's so, 8th place went to New York subliners. $175,000. Also with them was seventh place, the Florida Mutineers. Mutineers? Mutineers. You just like saying mutineers? I do. I really like saying it like that. With $175,000 as well. Uh, Frosty. Yep. Obviously, they wish they did better. Both teams wish they did better, but I mean, better than Rocker. Th- Fuck you, man. Don't all teams wish they did better? <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Toronto Ultra in sixth place with $300,000. Fucking squirrels. The fucking squirrels, bro. <laughs> That team change that, worked for them. Yep. Holy fuck. Surprising. Them and New York, to be honest. Yeah. And then another team change that heavily worked out in their favor that went the fucking distance. Ogla. Ogla, Ogla, Optic Gaming LA with $300,000 in fifth place. They went up against the Chicago Huntsmen. So old Optic versus new Optic. Ogla versus Ogla. Or it was like OGLA, OGLA versus OGOG. Yeah. OG Optic Gaming yeah. or Old Guard of Optic Gaming. Yep. yep. And that went the fucking distance. That went game five, round 11, yep. SND, 1v1. 1v1. To finish it off. To finish it off. Well, um, did you watch it? I did not, but I well, I watched like that last. I watched the 1v1 at the end. Sure. I, um, so I didn't watch, I obviously didn't watch the, uh, the right. event live. Right. But um, I went back and watched the VOD of that last ma- series, and oh my god, it was something. People it was were amazing. Talking. It was like the thing that like, like just shoved COD up into the light. Like it was, it was incredible. So people were talking about that, including Hex and everybody, and like this. That's the type of shit that Hex. St- he said that regardless of what the outcome was of that, he's happy that it ended with both like new optic, old optic going up against each other yeah. and that it went the distance that it did yep. because that's the type of series, like like you said, that propels it up further, puts a l- bigger light on it, brings more people in. Yes. I, I will also go back and watch that. Um, 
Beth says, did I see that Oglo were playing outside of Cali this weekend? Uh, that could play a part too. Oh my God. The last series was amazing. I don't even like this cod. <laughs> <laughs> I do need to go back and watch that though. As for playing outside of LA, I have no idea. Um, okay. That brings us to our top four. These play, uh, these, uh, teams still need to play. Um, and those four teams are the Atlanta phase, the Chicago Huntsman, the Dallas empire, and the London Royal Ravens, London Royal Ravens in top four. Something that near the beginning of the season, nobody would say. Congratulations to them to getting in the top four. The other three teams, Dallas Empire started off rocky. And then they finally hit their stride. Started making an absolute run. Chicago started off hot. Didn't really make a run until the very end where it mattered. And then Atlanta were just hot the whole fucking way through, basically. Yep. Um, seems like Slasher tweeted out something about it. If you can find that tweet, let me know. Post it in the chat. Why? Mm. Speaking of the CDL, we have the MVP, which was talked about earlier on briefly. This is my Shotzi. From the beginning of the year with all the hate and just putting my head down and putting in so many hours into improving day to day and have it pay off like this is a special feeling. Thank you for the support this year. You guys all have been amazing. Shotzi won MVP of the CDL. Yeah. He su- he surprised everyone. Like, remember the, f- the first event, people were making it fun of him. was not good. But he just rebounded like that. He did. He showed what he could do when he became a world champ. It's funny because they, just like they talked about him in Halo, they're talking about his movement in Call of Duty. It's, He's that good. It's crazy. They're, He's that they're good. They're talking about, man, his fingers must be flying with those button combos that he's pressing. And that's the thing, too, is that you have limited that, – that, that's a poor term, but you have, you have more limited mobility than you do in Halo. Yeah. So – You have the slide, the jump, and the, and the, the sprint. Right. That's it. That's all you got, right? Yeah. And so the fact that he's able to do what he's able to do, the fact that he's so young and – He could be the next multi-game champion. Could be. Well, something I see him doing, and it probably comes from Halo, is, you know, when, when people peek a window, they'll just, like, slide and peek it, right? Or they'll jiggle peek it. Frost, or not Frosty, uh, Shotzi's bringing, like, the jump peaks, right? You jump and then jump into the window. So it's a different look sometimes, and it might just throw that player off enough or slide and pop up into the window, you know? It's, it just seems different. But what we have here for the rest of CDL Elimination round, it will be Huntsman versus Ravens. Huntsman should win that game. I, b- I believe so as well. Maybe I'm counting Maybe I'm counting London out here, but when I look at the roster, I think Chicago has that. I think coming – I wonder if they're going to be shook after the, the Optic game, though. I like, doubt it. Or is that – because, like, there's I would think they'd be fired up. There's something to the psychology of winning a game like that that going into the next game that you usually lose. That's true. My question is, is that psychology based off of having to play that next game right away? Sure. Or there being a delay to it? Well, you look at it in football, too. The whole thing with, like, it's... it's The Super Bowl slump. Or or the, um, like, the, the Minneapolis miracle that happened here. In oh, Minnesota. we were a disaster the next game. Right, and then that, that has But been, we never thought we were going to win that game in the first place. But that, that's been proven throughout history of sports. Sure. Is that... 
teams who win in a fashion like that often fall apart the next game. Sure. So, and I, that, would, I mean, you have a week between football. You have a week here. I would hope that with the competitive nature that we have with that Huntsman team, that they don't falter like that. Yeah. Because if anything, we want a close series. Like, that's obviously yeah. what we want. I, I honestly think it's going to be another 3-2 to whoever it goes to. Who do you think it goes to? Honestly. I give the edge to Huntsman, but I you can not, see it going to London. I am not counting London out with the way they've been playing. Okay. I won't count them out either, but I think that Chicago will win that. Let's see. Because, I mean, the Ravens took out Legion. They took out the subliners who have been hot. Yeah, Legion for shit, though. They are. Let's be real. And they took out Ultra, who surprised everybody. They did. Once they made that roster change, they were pretty fucking good. And the, the subliners was a 3-2. I think the subliners and the Hud- subliners and Hudsman have been on par with each other leading up to this. Sure. And nobody thought that Optic were going to make the bounce back that they did either. So, so okay. That I, could very well be a very close series. Um, And then, so, okay. So we have, let's just say Huntsman move on. Sure. We have FaZe Empire. I think Empire has gotten FaZe a couple times throughout the year, haven't they? The Huntsman haven't, but I know Empire to me, has. That's the series to watch. Yeah, I, I mean both agree. are obviously, but that you have. Those holy are holy shit. We're down to the Titans here when it's Empire and Phase, and then Huntsman. The way that both of those teams have been playing, it's nuts. Like I can't even tell you. Like it could be a hot three zero on either side, or it could be a three two. Part of me is pissed that they're that those aren't the teams in the final. Well, it's the winners' final, right? Oh, so they have a chance to. Oh so they have a God. chance to fight in the grand finals Think again. Think about a fucking phase Empire f- grand final. Fuck. That would be sick. I mean, people obviously want Scump and Formal and whatnot in the final, but like, I got to root for our boy. Well, our boys, Hook and Shotzi, obviously. I need Hook to root for Shotzi. Them. Yep. And then Atlanta are just fucking amazing. I'm not a fan. Like, I know they're amazing. But I don't I, like them, but I want- they're. Great. I want them out. <laughs> sure. Sure. So here's here's my here's my thing. Go for it. If FaZe wins that game, Empire would drop down and play against London. Or Huntsman. The Huntsman London game is a knockout game. Oh. So So they're playing against Huntsman then. So if Huntsman I win, think the Huntsman are gonna move on. Yeah. So if 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 Empire falls and plays against Fuck, Huntsman, man, these finals are gonna be insane. I know. Here's my prediction, though. I'm going to say. Go for it. Go if, for it. What I've been trying to say. We're on the record. Yep. If Huntsman move on and Empire drops down, Empire has a chance to make it back against FaZe. If FaZe loses and drops down, Chicago's out, no matter what. I think either. You think FaZe beats Chicago hands down? Yep. But I, I think if Empire plays Huntsman, that's either or team can come back. And then I think, I think if FaZe wins winner finals, I think they win grand finals. If it's Empire that wins winner finals, Toss up again. Toss up. Okay. A lot of a lot of ifs, ands, or buts about that one. Well, you have to with the with sure. a double with a double bracket. Oh yeah, and you have four teams left. I get it. Um. Beth, uh, Beth says I was wrong about him for sure. I said I couldn't uh, see a team taking a chance on someone who'd never competed in COD when they made that much of an investment. Prove me wrong for sure. Absolutely. And then the tweet from Slasher was, uh, that tournament literally showed it. We were different players outside of California. It'll forever be a question of how good we could have been given a fair chance. I'll Slasher on Twitter. Okay. All right. There you go. 
I those matches are going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be a great weekend. Talk cool about watch. getting excited about Call of Duty, man. That's see, like I haven't felt this excitement since maybe opening weekend when we got to watch the home series. Yeah, yeah, live. yeah. But we'll have to wait and see. We will. All right, and then the final news story, well, the finer, the final COD and other games watch piece of information that I have here is the SGDQ donation goal. This is by Slasher, and it states, SGDQ Summer Games on Quick 2020 has ended, and the speedrunning community raised over $2.3 million for Doctors Without Borders, and they did it all for an online-only event. That I'm wearing my AGDQ shirt right now. Yeah. But, like... No, I I've told I'm an asshole because I totally forgot to put it in the show last week when it when it started, but seriously, if you guys, not even if you don't like speed running as a thing in video games, if you if you just love gaming in general, please like watch these events as they happen. There's two a year. There's two majors a year. There's AGDQ, which is in the fall, awesome games done quick, and there's SGDQ Summer Games Done Quick, which is in the summer, obviously, and. Um, SGDQ for the past few years when it was a live event used to be here in Minnesota. Yep. Um, and Bloomington. Yes. But seriously, like when it goes on the two major events, tune in if you can, sometimes there's even halo runs that are in there. They're insane. The community is fantastic. Um, they, they put their schedule up well in advance. You can search through Oh, nice. Uh, (laughs) They put their schedule up well in advance. You can see all the games that are going to be run. So if there's, you can, you can do the control F on it and see if there's one of your favorite games in there. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. I, it, there's, there's so such good events. Um, but yeah, fa- fantastic amount of money that was donated all for a great cause. And I'm looking forward to AGDQ as well. So good shit. That's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. It's time for Wheels Adventures with a Will, what'd you play this week? All right. Played a lot of Halo 5. Oh, yeah. SVP. Yeah. I haven't really done anything else with them other than... So, um, I totally didn't know, but... Um, they So, a group of guys from SVP were in a locked voice channel, right? I could not enter. But then one of them started streaming. So you got in there. So I got in there. And they were doing film review of their game. So I'm like, I'm learning. But I didn't know my mic was unmuted. <laughs> so Vicky was like, we were doing things with like wrapping, wrapping gifts and paper was crinkling. And I, well, all of a sudden I saw my like thing flash. I was like, whoops. So I muted myself. And I just sat in there the whole time. And then... um. Once they got done with the film review, like they unmuted one of them, unmuted was like, "Hey, mayhem!" I'm like, "Hey, guys!" Um, I was just uh trying to learn something here. Sure, that's awesome. And they were like, "Oh no, it's cool, it's cool." And they were fine with me being in there. That's funny as fuck, though. So, but yeah, it's like I just crashed their watch party. So, um, yeah, learning learning a little bit more about uh, Halo rot- rotations and trying to be more aware of paths to take rather than not taking the elongated path and then, you know, by the time you get there, the play's moved. Right. So. Awesome. Yeah. Um, just been, I was playing a lot. So yesterday, day after the wedding, um, very tired, but got up on Sunday. I uh, went to back to the wedding where we, Vicky's parents house helped clean up, um, open presents. And then went back home and I was like, I'm fucking tired. I slept for like four hours, woke up at like 10 o'clock and then I was up till like five in the morning 
playing Halo from like, you know, 10, 30, 11 to five in the morning. Went back to bed for another like four or five hours. And that was, I got my full eight hours of sleep just in, in pieces. I was, I'm fine today. So I'd be fucking dead. Yeah. I've been, I played a lot of Halo. <laughs> feel, I feel like I played a lot, a lot of Halo. Good I'm Lord. Up, I'm up to plat four in the, oh, is it the, I'm solo plat queue? four. Yeah. Either solo or just team arena. Okay. Um, I'm doing better to the point where like, I'm slaying out more. Rather than just like before, I just throw myself at the objective and try to be objective efficient. But really, what I'm learning is you have to get the slays first to then go after the objective. Yes. So I'm trying to get more rather than like say on truth, capture the flag. I'm not just trying to like fly around up to P2. I'm trying to like work the bubble more, or work over and wait for them to peek out before I, you know, then get a kill, right. then move up. Yeah. Where before I was like, I'm just trying to get to the, this position. I'm hurrying there. So I'm learning my positioning a little bit better or just trying to, you know, trying to get picks. Awesome. But I feel like it's improving my, my game awareness, game aware. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm looking for. Yep. Yeah. But just my awareness a little bit more. So fuck yeah, dude. I'm, I'm loving me some Halo five right now. Um, Prof says we should play together soon. Hell yeah, man. And then uh, Bobetta says didn't play a lot of Halo, but I did 36 holes of disc golf yesterday. I was completely dead. When I got home. Damn. I can barely make it through 18. I don't know how you did 36. And that was like five years ago that I used to play disc golf. So I mean, the time I played with you, what we did. We did nine holes. And yeah. You wanted to dip. Yep. You were ready to go. It was hot. It was hot. Yeah. That's part of it. It was. You're out in it was fun elements. though. Yeah. Fun. Um, Vicky says, dang. And Prof says we should play together soon. Matana says, now you can teach me, Billy or Will. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Teach Natana how to play, what, Halo? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm that good of a teacher. I'm still trying to figure stuff out Competitive. myself. Competitive. Competitive? Yep. Arena. Oh, great. Okay. We'll get you out of that. What is she? Bronze. She's bronze. No, wait. You might be. Wait. She might are be you silver? Wait. No, I no, think no, no, she no. went up to silver. She's silver or gold, actually. Very nice. We got to get her back on the sticks. It's been a while. We do. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Since I've been playing Halo 5. It's been a while. <laughs> All right. Um, Natana said, I am not. I'm gold. There you go. Okay. There you go. She's a gold player. My bad. Fuck. All right. Um, Natana, do your placement matches. Yeah. yeah. See what you get. Do it up. We, we need to know what we're working with. Yeah. It make, um, I think she plays Slayer, though. Oh, no. We're going to get her in Team Arena. We got to get her in Team Arena. Solo queue, obviously. Yep. No more Spartan Charge or your ground pounds, Natana. Nope. No more of that shit. No more. Um, Vicky says you'd get really cranky trying to teach me. I tried once and just kept backing off a cliff. Yeah. First person's not for you. She's it's okay. A, she's not a first person shooter. It's quite all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, um, so due to COVID-19, COVID-19, my bachelor party got canceled. So Next year. Next year we're planning on something, but still. So Thursday night, two nights before the wedding, um, Josh, my man here, and and Joe. Uh, it was a collaborative effort. Collaborative effort put together a little night to come play video games. Uh, get drunk. Get drunk. Goalie sniper joined us. Justin. Uh, La Flesh. Yeah. I um, thank you for the Twitter video. The the cheers. I appreciate it. Um, and yeah, we just played games all all freaking night. So we we started with some fall guys, which was hilarious. It was a little fun. Joey fucking got a win. He did. I got 
like second place. I know you can't get like an actual placement besides first, but yeah, like but I were, was right fucking there two yep, games in a row. Yep. I was pissed. Yep. I don't think I made it past like the third level once all night. It's okay. That game is so unpredictable. The team yep. games can fuck you. Yes, they can. Yep. Um, my favorite thing is the way they run with their arms out and they flop. Flopping arms. Yep. It's great. Um, we did some Birio cart. We did. Which you won every fucking round. Yeah. Yeet. I did win. I did win Saturday in the man cave though. You did. So I will take that. For the shit. record, I was not playing. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Silas? Welcome, man. I still won. I'm taking that W. I'm going to say, I can't believe I won. Both times. We also played some Smash Bros. We did. We did play Smash. Drinking, playing Smash Bros. We did all... Uh, Captain Falcon. Fal- yep, yeah. Captain Falcon. <laughs> yep, all three of us were Captain Falcon for one match, and it was hilarious. That's the best one, too. <laughs> Just see here. Falco Bunch! Falcon Kick! Yeah. Falco Bunch! Falcon Kick! <laughs> Just uh, fucking Falcon Kick off the side of the map. Oh, yeah, I did that a few times. Yep, I did, too. I... I I can't count how many times I lost track of which one I was. That was what I was when uh, in the man cave. Yeah. I, I consistently had no idea. I, there was I one game. Every time. There was one game. I still had all five lives, and you guys were down to three. I fell off the map three times in a row. I could have won that super easy. I just kept falling off the map because uh, we'd, we'd bunch up, and then it, i just lose it. Shit. Sucks. But yeah, that's all I played throughout the week. Josh, what about yourself? Um, I played... Halo 5 and MCC for the community played it. Yeah. I played Fall Guys with you. I played Mario Kart 8 with you, and I played Super Smash Bros. Ultimate with you for the Bachelor Party. Yes, sir. It was fun. It's a good time. It was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yes. Stayed up way too late. Or early. No. However you want to look at it. No, we stayed up till midnight, went to bed like good individuals. And I got sick the next day. Oh yeah. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. That's all I played. That's it. <laughs> Shall we move on to some shout outs? Yeah. All hopped up a Mountain Dew. Yep. That's it. Um, oh, you said shout outs? I did. Thank you. you. We also missed the news ending. That's it for the regular news. Oh, God. There you go, Josh. It's time for some shout outs. Shout out to everyone who joined the community play date. Thank you guys so much. Hope you had fun. Uh, we just did some matchmaking this time around. Oh my God. Josh just remembered something. I did. Holy fuck. So when we switched to MCC. Oh we, yeah. We played BTB. Of course, we got a Valhalla game in Halo 3. Yep. It was Team Slayer. At the beginning of the map of the match, we were getting fucking rolled. We were down by like 15, 20 kills. Easy. Okay. And I it may have gotten worse. It got to a point. It got to a point during that game where we actually all of us were like, should we just leave? This isn't fun at all. Like, we're getting fucking rolled. We're in spawn. We're getting destroyed by vehicles right off the rip. This yeah. is not cool. We legitimately contemplating just leaving. And then, right after that moment, we decided that let's just go hide in the rocks behind the beach. Let's just make them come to us. Fuck it. Because we're going to lose this game. Might as well have fun with it. Who cares? Yeah. 
So we all went to the back of the, like, at, at our spawn, we went back to the beach, and we just hid in the rocks. Then, we got a couple kills. We were still down by a massive amount, but we kept getting, we started getting a couple kills. And then we just had fun. And by having fun, I mean, Shot and I literally crouched all the way to Pelican and just hid there. <laughs> and just waited. They were sitting top mid. They were there with with uh, Spartan laser and everything. They, yeah. were, they had vehicles, the whole shebang. We just sat there. Then I got a shotgun, and I got the region that spawned near Pelican, and I just waited. Yeah. Eventually, one would come my way, and I'd kill him. they know I was there, and they tried to nade me out, but they never got me. Shot came over. Then Beth started making plays. Justin started making plays. All of us started making plays. We came back, and we tied the game. Then we fucking won. Really? I am not kidding. We all th- we all were ready to leave. Yeah. We were down by upwards of like 20-plus kills, and we won that fucking game. I couldn't believe it. That was, that, it was probably the weirdest, most insane game of Halo that I think I've ever played. Just from like playing it chill, hiding, having fun. Yep. And we just didn't care. Yeah. And then we looked at the score like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, That's something. Beth says, I got in the gunner on the Warthog for like the first time ever. It was insane. And that was the thing too. When we, when we were playing H5 and whatnot, I'm like, what if we just use vehicles in BTB? Because we never did. Yeah. And then we just started to, and we, we started getting, we started winning. But no, that game of Valhalla was unbelievable. I forgot. Uh, I think it was Hero Spartan fucking destroyed uh i think he stuck the warthog that had like two or three people in it to destroy that somebody took down banshees it was just insane i can't believe we fucking won that like beth says literally just screwing around maybe that's it maybe uh btb isn't about the competitive sweaty side it's about just messing around and making things work and that's exactly what happened it fucking worked um so, yeah, again, shout out to everyone joining the community who played it. It's late. I'm tired. Um, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. That includes Beth with the four-month resub and Deadbolt. Thank you for the follow as well. You guys are fantastic. Um, happy belated birthday to Batchford, Suspector, and Renegade. Happy belated birthday to you, gents. And then, uh, as Beth said, shout out to Lady Echidna for hitting 152 today. So, congratulations nice. to her. And then... Shout out to Will and Vicky on getting married. Thank you. I'm going to give you a thing now. Right now? Right now. I have the ProTalk backpack. Oh, boy. I'm I'm nervous to do this. Here you go, Will. Says the boyers. The boyers. I don't know what this is going to be. I hope you enjoy the card. By the way, for the record, I fucking hate it, but I found it. You'll read the message. Why on the do you ins- hate it? Because read the message on the inside. It's a, it's a fucking pun. It's yeah, a pun. I found that. All right. It's two, it's two like wiener dogs, right? That's yeah. what they are. And it says you two be long together. Yes. Yep. You don't have to read that out loud if you don't want to. 
For those listening to the audio version of this podcast, he's reading a card right now. I'm reading a card. Personal stuff. Is this? Yeah. No. Yeah. Jesus. That's from all of us to you. To you both. Vicky, you're included in this. Okay. This isn't just for him. That's why it's for Amazon. Yeah. No way. Yeah. When you, when you community came in clutch, bro. Dude, no way. Yeah. Guys, really? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Thank you guys so much. So let, let me just say this. Uh, to everybody Ooh, that did, uh, thank you all very much for doing so. Um, it, yes. it was not, it was not yeah. required at all, no, um, but thank I, you. Oh my God. I'm kind of, I'm speechless right now. Thank you. <laughs> Told you it wasn't a bad surprise. No. <laughs> you guys are incredible. Um, thank you so much. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm fucking. I'm so glad I did this on the show. This is well worth it. Holy shit. It was told. No. Oh. <laughs> it was so hard keeping this a secret too. Yeah. I had to DM everybody <laughs> because I was going to make a private, I was going to make a private channel in discord, but you're an admin. So, you'd so I see can it. see everything. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I talked to Dom and he goes, why don't you just take him off admin? And I'm like, no, because then he fucking realized something is up. If I got rid of his admin status, fuck that. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I had to DM everybody. I, I'll, I'll tell you. Sure. After, because there's yes. some messages as well that, that, I think they wanted to say. Okay. Again, thank you everyone who whoever was in on this. You guys are so incredible. Um I've said it before. I love I love all you guys. You everyone who's here keeps us going, keeps me going with this and I I'm I am truly speechless right now. I don't know. Maddie says um, don't you, tell him my message, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So there you go. Enjoy. That's choking me up. <laughs> You deserve it. You both deserve it. Damn it. You guys didn't need to do that, but it's very much appreciated. Y'all are incredible. You're incredible, Will. I'm okay. (laughs) You're unbelievable. Tell me, Josh. The message I'm thinking she's on. Oh, yeah. No, I'll I'll tell you both. Those who left them, I'll include um, after, after the show. We can talk about that later. Um, Will's the best platinum player of the game. <laughs> Will's the best platinum player who doesn't deserve to be a platinum player in the game. That's what Will is. I don't know about that. I know about that. Take our word for it. Yeah. Um, that's pro- it for the shout outs. Yeah. It's probably just cause I solo queue all the time. <laughs> yeah. Time for community creations. We have halo memes every day. Obviously we have clips of the week. Number 68 by high tech redneck. Next week's going to be nice. 69. Ooh, 69. Uh, Halo logo remix. This is by Ethereal EOD. They're really fucking cool. Check them out. We have the Halo Infinite official soundtrack, Through the Trees. This is by Halo, obviously. Halo free agent list. This is by Halo Competitive Hub. Um, You can go and check out the tweet to that. 
We have tips to become a uh, pro player in Halo Infinite. That's by Snakebite. It's a YouTube video. Go check that out. Interesting. And then we have the Halo Infinite campaign demo made in Halo 5 Forge. This is by Duquesne23. Check out the YouTube video as well. That's it for the community. What? Did we have Saiyan's video last week? No. Wait. No. Maybe. What? What video was that? Saiyan put out a YouTube video. Of? um, How to improve gameplay. I forgot. I, I don't know if we did. We'll take a look and we'll get it out there if, if, if not. There you go. Will, that's it for the community creations and the shout outs. That's all I got for this week. It's getting pretty late. Therefore, would you please plug the show? You can find us on your favorite podcast services, Just Search for HGS Pro Talk. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Pocket Cast, if you're Jake Fire. Yes. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Do join, it. Discord, join the community discussion. Lots of great talk going on over there. We got all sorts of channels for everything, really. And we don't have separate discords for like each channel. <laughs> Console gaming link. Get the fuck out of here. God damn it. Um, you can join the Xbox Club or Spartan Company. Hopefully those are used in Infinite because right now they're not doing shit. Um, we are on the social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And if you're watching live, you know we're on Twitch. Come check us out. We have our own eSportspedia page. We have a website, htsprotalk.com, where you can find our merch. Go check them all out. Check it out. Chit, yeah. chit, 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 to check it out. Josh, do we know it's on the next episode? Fuck if I know. Maybe some more infinite leaks. The next episode. Next episode. Love yeah, it. Yeah, there we go. Na, 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 na. Um, <laughs> Soup dog. We... So yeah, I don't know what's we'll we'll have the MCC Pro Series Pro results. Obviously, we're gonna have some other tournament results to talk about. But yeah, we'll see what happens in terms of leaks or hopefully some information in regards to the actual fucking video game. <laughs> but no, I don't know. It's gonna be this is this is some weird. Like n- this isn't a drought. This is just a weird time. Now we know the game comes out in twenty twenty one. Right, we yeah. we still know the console's coming out in November. We still don't have an official date. We still don't have an official price, and we're really close to September. Yeah, and the rumors were, and I was I heavily thought this was going to be the case where there was going to. I mean, we still have time. There's still six or seven more. It's there thirty one days in August, I think. I think there are. So we have seven. What am I doing? I have a no, fucking there's, computer. There's thirty. There's thirty one. In August? Monday the 31st. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I literally have a computer in front of my face. I didn't even look before. So we have seven more days of August. So there could be, but the rumors were that there'd be both a Sony event and a Microsoft event this month on both the PlayStation 5, obviously, and then the Xbox Series S along with prices. Because Sony has come out and said you'll have ample time to pre-order. Yeah. We're almost in September, and we know the Series X comes out in November. So we're like fucking really getting close here. Um, but who knows? Next week's kind of like a toss-up. You never know what's gonna happen. I mean, it's that's competitive Halo in general. You never know what the fuck's gonna happen in this space. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 141 of HCS Pro Tech. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for taking the time to watch live if you're here. Thank you very much. Um, we'll be back next week to talk about some more shenanigans and uh, hopefully no more Taco Bell removed items. 
Who the fuck knows? It'd be appreciated. <laughs> I mean, it'd be more appreciated if they brought those things back. Yeah. But, you know, we can't always get what we want, but sometimes you just might find you get what you need. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you next week, but until then... <gasps>